Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Back of the House podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Easy. And I'm Chino. And today we have a special guest in the studio. Heck yeah, Mr. Mr. Joshua. How do you say it last name? I don't want to merge Josh Hockett. Hockett. Okay. We have Josh Hockett in the studio. Welcome to yeah. the uh, Back of the House. Oh, yeah. How are you? I'm glad as hell to be here. After listening to a few episodes, I'm like, you know what? I want to be on that podcast. Awesome. Like where we are. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate you listening to us and downloading. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. It's funny. You're, you're the second person to say that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So tell me a little bit about yourself. So what do you What do you do right now? As far as and then later we'll get into you know a little bit more personal. Stuff. Yeah. So uh, the skinny version is um, I'm at Goodfellow. Been here for just about six months, and I'm a strength conditioning specialist and a nutritionist with the uh, the Fire Academy there. And then uh, um, I do a lot of like uh, food and travel blogging, that kind of stuff, and a lot of my spare time too. So it's, uh, six months has gone quick, and I'll be here for the next four years. So this is San Angelo's home. So you'll be here in San Angelo for four years. Four wow. years, yeah. Wow. It's growing on me. It is. So tell me a little bit about your background. Where, where are you from, Josh? Yeah, so uh, basically I've moved. I've been in five states. Let's see, five states, seven cities, and two countries in the past 10 years. So wow. I've moved around a little bit. And it's not necessarily just military-related, but basically you know, going after different career opportunities and yeah. stuff like that. From Madison, Wisconsin, but uh, spent a year up in Seattle, uh, five years in San Diego, two years in St. Louis, uh, one year in Columbia, Missouri, and uh, I was over in Italy for one year in 2019 working with the Special Operations Unit as a strength wow. coach. Yeah. And uh, obviously COVID did what it did for the beginning of 2020, so it was kind of held back up in Wisconsin longer than I thought. But uh, moved down here after I found this position in about uh, August, September of uh, last year. Six months later, here we are. Wow, wow. So you're originally from Madison, Madison, Wisconsin? Wisconsin yep. Cheesehead, wow. Packer fan through and through. Wow. Wisconsin Badger fan? Yep. yep. All right. Yeah, big time. Man, they got a huge stadium, don't they? Have you yeah. been to a game? I have several. Oh, man. I we, see we, that's an experience. We do football games like nobody else. Yeah. The whole third quarter and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. What's the what's the song that they play? Oh, Jump, Jump Around. around. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, amazing yeah. to see that. Yeah. And to YouTube. be there and feel it is something else, let me tell you. They also do that in the basketball games, don't they? Yep. Yeah. yeah. They even do it now. Sometimes they even pull it out in hockey games at the end of the second, Dude, that's too. that's nuts. I bet you in, in Closed and hearing yeah. that song is going to be, it would be like 10 times better. It's, yeah. You know, it's, Field. It's something else. I mean, you go, you type in YouTube, jump around yeah, Wisconsin, and it. you'll find a hundred videos. <laughs> yeah, you hit hundred thousand people jumping up and down. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you can, it's a huge stadium. You can feel it. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I think to see eighty thousand at Camp Randall. Eighty thousand. Man, that is crazy. So, tell me about growing up in Wisconsin. How was that? Yeah, uh, you know, I I love Wisconsin. That's home for me, just because it's it's Dairyland, it's Badgers, it's Packers. You know, we get all four seasons. It's cold as all hell. That's one thing I I never really got used to. Um, you know, ice skating and, you know, outdoor sports, it's, it's all fun. But after five years in San Diego, you know, when I yeah. came home and realized that I can live somewhere where I can be in sandals all year. Yeah. Yes, please. It's like, I don't yeah. need to own a shovel or a pair of boots or gloves ever again. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when I, after doing my thing in Italy and then when I was like, okay, where do I want to end up next? It was like, it's got to be somewhere warmer. Like I just, yeah. I can't, can't do five months out of the year in, in the cold. It's just not me. Man. But I, I apologize. I come here and four months in, I bring down a Wisconsin blizzard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was about to say thanks. Yeah, I'm, thank you for that. I, I, I tried to find the refunds line because I'm like, they told me this didn't happen here, and it's been four months, and it's already exactly. everything shut down. What the hell? Yeah. You left that big old jacket, your parker at home, right? yeah. yep. in the yeah. basement. Yeah. You have basements over there too, right? Like, yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, they told me I would never need this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, how did um, growing up in Wisconsin uh, kind of mold to what you wanted to become later on in career? Yeah, I'd say, well, I mean, let's put it this way. It would not even necessarily anything to do with being in Wisconsin exactly, but um, 
uh, you know, I was up until eighth grade. I was, uh, I was about 5'10", 240 pounds. Uh-huh. And uh, so I, I was not always a fit person by any means. Well, let me suck in my stomach real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Dad bod in effect. Right now. <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> I have two kids. That's my excuse. Yeah, me too. And uh, you know, I, I had a lot of friends that worked in fast food and stuff like that. And if it wasn't for some of the youth sports that I did, I mean, yeah. I would have probably been like 260 and just, I mean, obese by every, every yeah. means of it. And I wanted to be an all-star athlete, though. I yeah. really wanted to be this awesome athlete. Part of, you know, following the Packers and the Badgers, wanting to be yeah. a good football player. I'm like, this ain't going to work. I can't be out of shape and eat like shit and not, not work out and stuff and want to be an athlete too. So my dad was big into fitness and uh, I just kind of said, what do I do? You know, I'm yeah. 13, 14. Yeah. What the heck do I do? And he did it right. He didn't like push it on me. He's just like, well, try this. Okay, try now this. try this. Now try that. Just kind of egging me along a little bit. And by the time I was 15, you know, freshman in high school, I was shot up a little bit, went from 5'10 to 6'1, yeah. went from 240 to about 200. And that that year, year and a half, that transformation just did something like, damn, that was awesome. Like, I didn't even really know what I was doing other than yeah. the basics. What if I learned more about this and went a little bit further and tried a bit harder? Like, well, then what could I do? Maybe I could be that all-star athlete. And little by little, it got more interesting and fascinating. And my, my thought was by my senior year of high school, I'd be a gym teacher. Yeah. yeah. Freshman year of high school, or freshman year of college, uh, that was the intent. But then I took my first exercise science class. That was the thing that was like, damn, if I can get paid to do this, yeah. this is what I'm doing for a career. And huh. it, it never really turned from that. I switched over to exercise science. So it's going to either be trainer, strength coach, physical therapist, nutritionist, something in that in that vein. And now here we are. I'm doing a little bit of both for the military. And wow. you just went full-blown David Goggins on us. Almost. He's someone that I, I follow and look up to just because he's <laughs> yeah. a no bullshit kind of guy. And that's yeah. what I like about him. And, and, you know, he went through a similar transformation, yeah. too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about your um, like in high school, how you that transition to college, you know, what your, your, yeah, your so background. I, I was a football player, a wrestler, and I did track in high school. What position did you play in football? Uh, believe it or not, even as somebody who's about 200, 210, I was a uh, defensive end and okay. I, I was center. I was our, our backup center that we had. So, cause uh, your height too, right? Yeah. 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 And people be, don't yeah. figure me for yeah. a wrestler cause you know, I'm six two and yeah. I, I was never over much over 210 pounds, but I was a heavyweight, believe yeah. it or not until my senior year, they didn't come up with the 215 weight class. So all they had was 189 and, and 275. <laughs> so I couldn't cut down yeah. that low because yeah. WIA rules wouldn't let me. So I was heavyweight for two years. And then my last two years, I went to 215, which was the perfect weight class. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that you get the individual sport of being a wrestler yeah. and it's one of the hardest sports I've ever done because it's all on you. You either win or you lose and it's yeah. on you. And then you get the camaraderie and the team aspect of football and football is pretty big in Wisconsin. So, I mean, that was more the the team aspect, the the social component to it. And just, you know, football was fun. That was it was a lot of fun. And then track was one of the sports we joke, at least in my high school. You did that one to stay out of trouble and stay in shape for your other sports. Yeah. And if you were good, great. But like nobody went out to track like to at be least, a track star, to be a track star. Yeah. It was just for the fun of it. And if you were good, it was great. But and then in uh, in college, um, I was on the club wrestling team. We didn't have a uh, an NCAA team at UW Milwaukee, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Um, but then my second year, we started uh, a powerlifting team. It, we called it, uh, what was it? Weight, weightlifting, powerlifting, and God, it was that long ago. It was all, it was, oh, strongman. So all three strength sports, strongman, weightlifting, powerlifting. And the president stepped down. I was obsessed with that kind of stuff. Always liked the weightlifting game. So they're like, all right, I'll take it. You know, how hard could it be? And it really wasn't. It was, we built it up more. Membership grew. It was co-ed and we had competitions. We did things on, on, uh, on the campus 
And that's where I really got in love with just the powerlifting and the bodybuilding and like just the lifting sport. Yeah. And that's never stopped since all the way through uh, my in graduate school. We had another powerlifting club there, which I held a president's position there for that, too. Um, grad students, undergrads. We did that. And then I, I started competing in powerlifting myself. And I've been doing that for about nine years now. Wow. Believe it or not, I actually even did bodybuilding for a little bit in there, too, because men's physique, it's a different division of bodybuilding hadn't come around yet. Obviously, I don't look at when you're 6'2", 200 pounds, it's not quite bodybuilder <laughs> material, but um, I transitioned to the men's physique division and I've competed in uh, six different men's physique shows too. But if I had to give a priority, lifting heavy shit as a power lifter is fun as hell. Yeah. I mean, every, every, every time you're in the gym, you can try to one-up yourself. Yeah, I saw on your, one of your videos that, man, you were, you were pulling some, well, deadlifting, some yeah, that's, weight. Yeah, I was I, like, what in the world? How much, if you don't mind me asking, how much weight was it? It was a trap bar deadlift with 420 for four. Yeah. In English, please. Yeah. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? But yeah, yeah, you know, I put those up there because I, I want to show people like that, you know, not everyone's this this Hulk that can do seven, 800 pounds type thing. Like right. I'm not genetically gifted, but you know, I still progress like anybody else. And when I hit milestones, I'm happy about it. And I want yeah. people to see it. That way they're inspired to do the same thing. Yeah, man. I was kind of like, holy crap, that's a lot of weight. And I mean, I mean, now in person, I didn't know you were this tall, but I mean, that's that's a lot of weight for, you know, I felt like your, your frame. So, and like, it's, I mean, power lifters have different builds. They usually think just like these big, like, uh, you know, beer gut, just big, thick dudes that can lift a lot of weight. But me, if you get into the sport (laughs) and look at it, like you got tall, skinny guys, you got, you know, guys that you look at them, you wouldn't think they're all that strong and women too, but they're, you know, you see them get on a platform and lift or bench or deadlift or squat. And it's like, did they just do that? And it's like, yeah, they certainly did. Yeah. Well, you're the second, um, uh, person that we've had on the show in a row. That's an accomplished weight lifting person or aficionado because mm-hmm. uh, our last one uh bj yep. he also did um some weight competition weight lifting competitions and some uh bodybuilding bodybuilding stuff like yeah. that yeah, yeah that's, so, that's yeah. what that's so there's, there's a there's a signal there for all of us here, yeah I, guess. I think that you're trying to tell us something <laughs> yeah try to tell us something we need to get in that gym yeah <laughs> no it's, especially the sport part it makes it competitive and you have something to chase after you've got that outcome or that goal to go after versus yeah. just like i'm gonna go to the gym which is fine you know, if, if that's that's what's fun, that's what you like to do. But I think having that objective, like you're going there for a reason, it makes it more directional and it gives it more more purpose. Wow. Now, so. now, where do you start off somebody? I mean, like you yourself. I mean, I know that. I mean, you're being an instructor or whatnot. Where do you say, okay, this is this is square one. This is this is where you're going to start. Where would where do you normally start? A novice. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good question. It's 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 twofold. It's where is that person at? Like where where what level of readiness are that have they never lifted before or do they have a little bit of a sports background are they an endurance person but not strength so finding them where they're at and then what is it they want because I I can find out where they're at and develop any program but if they look at it and they're like that's all weights I hate weights well that program falls on its face Uh so it's a combination of their goals and what they want with what they're ready for and then progressing them forward appropriately yeah, yeah, like I want to be able cardio, but I don't like running. So how, what can I do? <laughs> well, no, that's, that's a good example. I find out, okay, well, what types of cardio do you like or what physical activity, sport thing do you like to do that can still impart a cardiovascular benefit? Oh, yeah. No, I, I play some basketball. I try to play, but in my knees, they got the AGE syndrome. They yeah, age, the age. They're getting old. Yeah. The, the age syndrome. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, trying to deal with that too. I just, so I just like going to the the 
what is it called? The refrigerator and back to yeah, the couch. That's, that's exercising. <laughs> yeah, exercising. Putting a lot of laps on yeah. that, that track. <laughs> it's all worn out from there to the couch. I always go deadlift those 12 ounce cans out of the, out of the cooler. That's my deal. <laughs> Outside of the military, uh, the base, do you do anything within the community as uh, far as weightlifting and things like that? Not so much the community here. I do have some remote clients that I've, I've you know, some people in San Diego, some actually here in Texas. Nobody remote here in San Angelo yet. I'm, I'm, I'm open to it, but uh, I, got, three. I got some remote people that I do uh, Skype calls with, phone calls, send them digital programs, that kind of stuff. And it's something I actually never planned on doing, but I had people in Italy who didn't want me to stop. Uh, training them there uh-huh. like can we try the remote thing and we gave it a shot with three of them it worked great and i just kind of took that system and used it with people over here so yeah. a lot of trainers do the remote thing the problem is it it can backfire and not work at all but if it's done right it can work just as good as an in-person that's awesome wow so what's um, one of the major challenges of doing a remote Probably one of the biggest things, if they're truly, you know, let's say rookie or a newbie, is that if they need to see some new movements because they've just never seen the technique or anything like that, it does help to be able to see their, see them live doing a movement to correct it in real yeah. time. Whereas a video, they can watch it a hundred times and try to do again, but you're not there to watch it. Yeah. However, there's even apps that lets them record themselves doing it, and then it puts it up on a dashboard, and I can review it and offer critiques. So it's it's getting pretty close. It's a technique yeah. and scene. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to ask you. I mean, what kind of like what would is there an app out there that you'd be like, man, that that's a good recommendation that I would that you would want everyone to download. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. The, the one that I use with all my clients right now is Train Heroic. That's the, the program software. I where the whole program is built on their calendar with exercise names, sets, reps, rest periods, order, videos, Man. and then there's they can put comments in there. This bothered my knee. I didn't like that one, and I can give them a thumbs up, a fire, a fist bump. It's it's the closest thing to me being there. Really? Yeah, that's cool. I'm always um, tempted to buy that uh, that that stationary bike. Peloton? Yeah, Peloton. Yep. Those things are look amazing. amazing. They they are pretty sweet. They're expensive. My sister just got one too, but I mean if, if you want to bring the gym in your house, yeah. from what I've seen and heard, that is the bike to have. I've seen that mirror also. There's that mirror. Uh, yeah. yeah. Th- that actually that's a glad you brought that up. That's probably the closest thing to having a trainer in your house because they wow. call you by name. They tell you that, you know, your last set was this good or bad. We're going to up it or decrease the weight and the resistance. And you are watching a digital representation of a trainer show you the movement as you do it. Wow. Don't quote me on this, but there's several grand a piece, though. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw the grand. Tunnel. I think it's pronounced tunnel. Tunnel, Tunnel. Tunnel, yep. That's that's along the same lines. Yeah. Man, but I, I haven't seen the price on that. But I'd rather like, just go to the gym. <laughs> they always ask. They, they always say if you have to ask for the price, it's probably too much. Yeah, so, expensive for you. Yeah, yeah that, or you have to think on. about the price. It's yeah. probably but not for you. <laughs> if you think about a personal training package, it's going to cost you at, at least a grand, if not more. And if you you know renew a few times a year, you're going to pay several grand a year for a trainer oh, yeah. um, that you have to go see and schedule. Here, you got the whole implement in your home with your 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 trainer right there in the tools. So yeah. it's just you pay it all up front. Huh. Let's yeah, get, it's a, guys, it's all pitching. Yeah, it's mirror, pitching. mirror, and stay at my house. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, one person buys it. Yeah. And you just yeah. Say, hey, we're all going over and using the mirror today. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring your own speedos. Yeah. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. calm down, sir. You gotta wear speedos. Uh, no, not, not oh. to work out. All right. Oh, that's for swimming only. <laughs> uh, so that's tell a, me a little bit about what you're doing at the base and how did you fall into that position? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So in just uh, just to put it out there, because of InfoSec and OpSec, which is operational security and information yeah, security, yeah. basically, you know, I can go as in-depth as what is like on my LinkedIn page and stuff like that. Yeah. But so my, my title is a senior health scientist. And basically that could be interpreted exercise scientist, uh, strength coach, nutritionist. Um, the students, all branches that make up the, the Fire Academy, which is the 312 training squadron, um, I'm there to help them with performance, with recovery, with nutrition throughout the 68-day Fire Academy that they go through. And it's, it's all about helping them with physical resiliency and making sure that from day one through the end, they stand the best chance to get through the academy physically and identifying issues with certain students at the beginning, like, hey, we got to work on endurance or strength or flexibility, um, your nutrition, your new nutrient timing, your sleep habits. Um, the same thing that like a, a D1 university would get with their athletes, I'm providing to these guys. And oh, the way, yeah. way I see it, you know, they're going out to become an armed forces firefighter to save lives like that's serious stuff that can't be taken for granted. They got to get out of here and be ready to go. Wow. That's, man. Be able to lift you in and, a uh, fire. Yeah. Of a fire. Like, mm, but I'm going to take I gotta that be, one. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> I, it's, I don't work for the Air Force um, or yeah. the 312. Um, my firm is it's called Booz Allen Hamilton mm-hmm. is the firm I work for. So I work for them, but they assigned me to the 312. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So um, tell me a little bit about your your degrees and it, that you earned in yeah. Exercise so science like that. I was saying at, at UW-Milwaukee, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, I got my bachelor's degree in kinesiology. Um, I did a minor in sports nutrition, and then I went to the University of Wisconsin-La Crosse and got my master's in exercise science. And then um, I'm certified through the National Strength Conditioning Association as a strength coach, a tactical strength conditioning facilitator, and a certified personal trainer. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I, um, that sounds like no joke. I, I had I have a degree in history, but I got I minored in kinesis, so I know yeah. a tiny bit. And then um, I went to uh, master's, got my master's in sports administration and recreational fitness. So part of that was a little bit of exercise science to kind yep. of get your thing. But I'm, I'm embarrassed to, to say that I, I have that because, you know, of course I'm not – uh, mm-hmm. A bodybuilder. Yeah. Like a lot that. of a lot of this. We had a, um, a lot of graduate students going through the sports admin program at, at Lacrosse too. Okay. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That was so, a popular what, major was, there. Was that saying say those that don't can't do teach teach it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just curious. What what area? Like general history. I'm uh, a history buff. Oh, so I you know, ask. Latin American. That, that oh, okay. was something that I really dug my heels into. Here we Latin go. American history oh, and God. just love it. Love it. Twenty times parents. Mexico and I've been everywhere. Everything. So yeah, but but I, I, but I love uh, all history. You know, I'm, I'm a war history buff. Like all the okay. way back from like Chinese dynasty type stuff. Love oh, war yeah. history. I got a really good book on uh, the dynasty, some Chinese dynasties, um, because I was going to take some master's program. Uh, yeah. In, uh, at Sol Ross. Yep. Um, and they gave me a book, list of books and everything. It was about. Uh, we, the, 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 you may have to give me that list. Yeah, but I like a Egyptian history. So do I. Like I've been to se- several museums. Yeah, and, and we'll get into your travel stuff here. Yeah, so, yeah. But that's just a little teaser to everyone. That's yeah. Up there. <laughs> well, everyone already knows your history. Daniel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone already knows. Like, like, is that good? Um, history. Yeah. <laughs> that's history. How they're like, yeah, we want that guy. We want more of that guy that talks about his travels. Yeah, yeah I guess that's so. Right. You need that, that's where the thumbs down, down comes from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All eleven of our listeners, you know. <laughs> 
what other certifications in, in exercises do you, do you have? Yeah, a, a couple other areas that I, I looked into for basically areas that I liked and wanted to become better at to, yeah. so I can deliver that kind of a service to, uh, you know, people that I work with. Um, I'm certified by the ISSN, which is the International Society of Sports Nutrition, oh, as wow. a sports nutritionist. Yeah. That's not the same thing as an RD, a registered dietitian. They deal more with clinical type stuff. But for performance nutrition and athletes, I can work with them just fine. Um, and then the other one I got is, is um, corrective exercise. So using exercise to correct movement imbalances, deficiencies, movement pattern issues. So, I mean, I'll find people that they, they can't do a squat right. They can't do a push-up right. They can't activate their, their lats to do a pull-down. So I will correct that deficiency so they can. Huh. How do you know so much about yeah. me? Have <laughs> <laughs> you been spying me for the last 40 years? Me, I don't squat that much. <laughs> awesome. That, He's that's like a, following you everywhere. I know, right? Well, that's interesting that you, you um, really, I, I think, I'm pretty sure you, post uh, career with um, the military I'm sure you're going to go into another maybe D1 school D2 school that will do yeah, well, to, to, be, something? to be honest the, the thought was to be a collegiate strength yeah. coach all along yeah. and that's what I did I did an internship with the University of Wisconsin Madison yeah. I was hoping maybe that would roll into something timing wasn't there that was a dream job too it, right? it was it, <laughs> yeah. it was for a long time yeah. um, and then uh, I went down to Columbia Missouri at Mizzou mm-hmm. and I was, a, I was a, a, a strength conditioning coordinator there for almost a little over two years and then I uh, took kind of a, a left turn when I heard about this position called an afloat fitness specialist with the Navy. And that's where you're actually put on uh, a U.S. aircraft carrier or a, um, an afloat uh, large deck ship as a civilian. But you are a fitness specialist and you go where the ship goes. Wow. And I'm like, that'd be kind of, you know, I, I was going to go Army in high school. So like the, the whole military calling had always been there. Yeah. I liked routine. I liked ritual. And I'm like. That'd be a pretty sweet job, you know. Get to be in Seattle for a year, then they're going to San Diego. See the world. No, literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like be, you know, front and center, hands on, working with with Navy uh, men and women. Took that job, um, and it worked out because it was timing. Like that, usually those are really hard positions to get. But they had somebody leave. They needed somebody with my credentials. I was willing and ready to go. And within two months from application, I was there accepting the job. That's usually a six month process. Really? Oh, so maybe it was meant to be fate. I don't know, yeah. but. Did that for five years, fell in love with doing fitness for the military. And it's similar to being part of a team, but it's not just the team, but it's that calling and mission type thing. Like you're helping my kind of byline was that I'm helping defend their health and fitness just as they defend my country. So you're that small piece of something that that means a lot to me. And uh, I, I never really saw myself turning around after that. You know, and and to this point now, I mean, that's I left Wisconsin to come down here for four years to take this role because I love being part of the mission. Wow. So how's um, San Angelo treating you? The biggest thing I've noticed so far is because this is by and far the smallest city I've ever lived in. <laughs> just just for for comparison, how, how big is my, my friends back in Wisconsin? Madison's two hundred fifty six thousand uh, people. Okay, yeah, and like Green Bay, Wisconsin is about yeah. exactly the size of San Angelo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's it's just different being in a city this small that doesn't have like a big metropolitan airport yeah, or just exactly. a big met- metropolitan downtown or a football team. Yeah, yeah, some of those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. But and you know. It's not just that, like, we're not real close to any other big city. I mean, you got Lubbock, which is about the size of Madison, but that's still two and a half hours away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Abilene's no bigger than we are. Basically, you got to go to Fort Worth, you got to go to like uh, San Antonio or Dallas, Austin to get to a big city. Um, I'm not used to that, so it's, yeah. I'm getting used to it, but uh, no traffic here. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> no traffic anywhere right. ever. Everything's 15 minutes away or less yeah. at the most. I like that. Um, you know, where I live downtown is 10 minutes from work, so you never have to be like, oh, I got, you know, 30 yeah. minute commute. Just take Chad, right? Um, <laughs> it's uh, all it's, the way down. The, the, and this, the small city life in that regard is, is nice. And uh, it, this, this city, for being smaller, it has a lot of culture. Yeah. It's got a lot of culture. Yeah. The art here is phenomenal. Yeah. 
uh, you know, the food and stuff we do, we do steak and we do Mexican really freaking well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Got a lot of that. A lot of mom and pop places as a foodie. I love that. You know, yeah. finding unique one of a kind places you can't find anywhere, anywhere else. Um, and the, the people, I like the people yeah. too. No, yeah, awesome. like what was the best food place you found? Oh, that's my question. So oh, far, man. so I get that one a lot because just, just being a foodie and a, and a blogger. Um, the ones that stand out that I really like so far, I like Cielo. I really Cielo? like Cielo. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah. I like the grill. Okay, okay. the grill's and, good. I, and I'm a diner fanatic, a '50s diner, so I like Roxy's. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I, 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 love like Roxy's I love a good diner. '50s yeah, throwback diner. Yeah. And the food's damn good too. Yeah, Go I've been breakfast only. Rather. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast. And I think good. that's well, they do lunch too. To my okay. knowledge, I think they yeah, go they do. seven to two. Yeah, oh, okay. they don't so, go very late. So yep. Yeah, okay. Oh, and yes. this is a shout out to them. If you guys haven't had any of Brianna's pies that she makes, holy crap, oh, get one. Yeah, they're amazing. They're holy yep. crap, yeah. get one of those pies. Yeah, we'll and this is coming one. from a fitness. I know. Well, then I'm telling you, it's worth it. Now, now, if you really want to go to like a diner, diner, but kind of like old school, like if you're back in the fifties, ranch style, Dunbar. Dunbar. Yes, that is the other one I've heard of, but. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, you need to get there. You need they to got go there. Pies too. Uh, they got they got yes. I hear about their pies. They got really good steak there. Uh, really good catfish. Chicken fried steak. Yeah, so they, I mean, they've been on probably like my top five list for a while. Yeah. I just can't find the time to get them all in. And one of our favorite sponsors from uh, last <laughs> week would be uh, <laughs> Tacos Locos Tacos. Yeah, Tacos Locos Locos Tacos. Yeah. You need to go have them. But yeah, definitely go make it make your way out there, man. Really good. So yeah. have you had any family members come visit you here in San Angelo? Funny you ask. I have not yet. Okay. But as of last week, I just found. Out, I got the fo- I got. Let's see, my parents, uh, sister, brother-in-law, and two nephews coming down in April. Hey, oh, cool! There you go. Yep. Cool. That's awesome. You, yep. Now you get you get a little bit know a little bit about San Angelo and yep. take them around and, and see, and, and see I, the green water. I, as you know, somebody who travels and does the food thing and like you know just, just likes to enjoy the city that I live yeah. in. Um, I'm looking forward to being able. To, like, I don't mean in a bad way, but not chaperone. I was going to say chauffeur, but chaperone yeah. them around and be like, look what I got here yeah. in my in my town. Yeah. They're going to yeah. want to retire here because that's what retirement community. So yeah. why are we are uh, Martin Luther King? <laughs> Franco's. Hey, oh, yeah, Martin. Have you been to Franco's? Secrets. I haven't been there yet, that but I've heard about secret on Martin Luther yeah, King. Yeah, there is. Right that there. is a secret. That's kind of one of the. That that is one of the holes in the wall. Well, I would say a hole in the wall. Uh, Armenta's is another one. Yeah, I'm going there Friday. Yeah, Friday for lunch. I'm going there. Pork, pork chops. chops. The owner. Uh, yeah, pork of the chops. Grill owns. I haven't even. I haven't even peeked at their menu yet. Oh yeah, so the, pork the chops. owner. Like he was saying, the owner of the grill owns yeah. Armenta's. I think. Okay, I've heard yeah, that a few times. Okay, because I think the owner was on the. Hell's Kitchen or something like that on the TV show yep. and won it or second place. So it's really good food there. Yeah, yeah. I, I went with the guys from uh, San Angelo to go. We did a feature there. And uh, oh my, the way they played it, the way the food was good, the service was good. Um, that place is, is legit. The gr- And we went there for brunch, too, which is probably my favorite meal the whole week. And they, <laughs> they delivered there, too, at the grill. Really? So how did you um get become you know a sports nutritionist? And then, oh, yeah, I'm a foodie, too. Yeah, and how did you know, that come about? So I started with the blogging stuff, and I was putting up a lot of the recipes of stuff that I would make. Um, it was just to, I put it out there. I, I can't have lactose. I'm lactose intolerant. Have been since grad school, and that sucks Weak. being from Wisconsin. No, it's a curse. <laughs> right? It's a, a freaking man. curse. You, yeah. Um, so, and I, I'm careful to say lactose because I don't avoid all dairy because not all dairy has a lot of lactose in it. Mm. And in there's by no means somebody's lactose intolerant has to avoid all dairy. Yeah, yeah. they're weak too. No, <laughs> but uh, so I, I and then I tr- I try to avoid flour, not for nutritional reasons at all. It just makes me sleepy as shit. Yeah. Within like an hour, 
Um, I want Z's. I want my pillow. That ne- not necessarily gluten, right? It's Nothing just, to do with gluten. I got. Yeah. I thought that was it yeah. years ago. Got checked and like you have no sensitivity to gluten. Wow. You have no allergy. And they're like your blood sugars doesn't like flour. It makes wow. you sleepy. Huh. So I I love bread. I um, mean you know, I'm Italian. I like I like my bread. I like my pasta. But I hate being sleepy all day. I'm an energetic guy. Yeah, I hate that yeah. feeling. So, so as someone who avoids flour and somebody who can't have a, a lot of dairy, I'd come up with these creative recipes and pictures and put them up on my on my blog and Facebook. And a lot of people started asking, like, where'd you find that? Where'd you make this? And it wasn't just what I made at home, but where I was finding it at restaurants. And then people started asking for recommendations, like, where would you go to get this? Where would you go to find that? And did that for a while, but then it started to expand out to like anywhere that I went or got like you take good pictures, like you go to these cool places, like, you know, you got to blog on like anything, just open it up. And I started doing that, just sharing like a unique one of a kind place, good service, good backstory, good people delicious food and i wanted people to find them one of the one of the very funniest things that i thought you did well not funniest but it was just kind of intriguing to me that that you would go to the south side of town and go visit la toxica mm-hmm. did you not uh, a couple of weeks ago or when uh, yeah maybe a little over a month ago now. okay yep. yeah and um, I was like, "Wow, man!" I was like, "That's how, how did you how did you find out about that place of all places?" Because she just started. Yep. And she hadn't been open very long. And not I just, long at all, maybe I, a couple of weeks. Yeah. It was. This was before a grand opening. Right. Which was a week or two ago. Right. Right. And I was like, I was like, "Wow, man!" I mean, like, if you're that in tune, you know, with San Angelo and kind of feel, feeling to go on that side of town and, and feel. Well, this I mean, place I, out. I live a mile away from there. Oh, okay. At, yeah. All right. But they got really good food. Uh, really good. Yeah. I was like, it's really easy to miss because the they're, they're just in that you know right off of. Um, what is it, Ben, ben Ficklin, right yeah. there? And uh, I mean, yeah, she's got some of her. Um, oh, what do they call them now? Like the how do they say it? Bita, Bita tacos, Bita, Bita. yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're just they they smell different, they taste different. Whatever she's doing to uh, to you know to marinate those things is right. amazing, and she's so kind and friendly too, yeah. Jasmine. Yeah, and then she's got the hot dogs there, and yep. I thought that was pretty crazy. Oh, is that where uh, again, the comal used to be? Yeah, no, or varias. Remember, well, used to be varias. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that where the comal was? Uh, I don't remember. I don't Quinta. Yeah, like think that was yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there used to be another restaurant called El Comal right there. Probably. Um, I'm not. I don't. I don't really know because I, they weren't open very long if they yeah. were. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that used to be like a like a very popular in that side of town. That store that she's in used to be a very very popular store for convenience uh, store. Yeah. Yeah. For it's like your little. Cokes, you want to go in there for some chips and cokes. And Did it switch over candy. pretty quick to the no. purple no, no, place? No, or was no, it no. vacant for a while? Yeah, it's been vacant for a while. Or it was it was vacant for a while. I mean. We grew up knowing it as Viarias, mm-hmm. and then um, it closed for a little bit. Shut and up. Then, and then they opened up La Quinta, and then yeah, just sometimes a little yeah. other little oh, okay. things. But yeah. they were very well known for their uh, barbacoa yeah. burritos yep. at, yeah. at that um, at Variat. So mm-hmm. it has a big, it has a special place in all of our hearts here, you know. Yeah. Cause, and we all grew up on that side of town. Oh, okay. Now where you need to go is like like a little bit black a buck or two down would be the corner stop number two. I've heard about this. Yeah, number number one, one. number one. I have not been there yet. You need to go. It's probably one of the one of our favorite spots. I know it's one of mine. But uh, and then across the street on Sundays, go to Marquez and have yourself some uh, dulce. Have yourself some sweet bread. See, see this is what I like about being able to pick your guys' brains because you know you yeah. know about these places like the back yeah. of your hand. Yeah. I'm, I've, I've only heard of them. That's yeah. about it. Have you ever heard of um, chilies? Chilies. I've heard of a couple. <laughs> I've heard of a couple uh, chilies around around the country. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you guys got them here food. too, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I know a lot of. That, that's one thing I'm like. I know a lot about the restaurants around here and stuff like that. And, and I like that they're 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 local to just San Angelo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got some like let's say like with Twisted Root, we got that here, and there's a few in some other. 
Coachella, yeah, um, you know, Metroplex that, yeah. in, in those areas too. But, you know, we still have our own and, you know, we got like Sonics and stuff, but by and far, I mean, we have a majority of mom and pop places that yeah. are unique just to our city and County. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I just thought that was pretty unique. And that's how come I kind of reached out to you is because, you know, we kind of like to promote San Angelo and you're kind of just doing the very same thing, just, you know, online. Yeah. And we're just doing it over, you know, what we know and people that we know and getting out the, I would say, the talent that San Angelo has to offer yeah. out there to the world. You know what I mean? So, El sabor. Yeah. yeah well, I, and uh, what's his name? Um, Walt, I believe is his name. I can't remember his last name. He is the uh, the president of the um, uh, San Angelo Chamber of Commerce. And he said it best when I went to the, the chamber, uh, the annual chamber banquet that they uh-huh. have. San Angelo for a culinary city hits well above their weight. For a city of 100,000 people, we have food that is is a high of higher caliber quality and in, in uh, scope than what you would think for a small small town. Right. And we do, yeah. especially when it comes to Tex-Mex and Mexican and, and steak. Yeah, even barbecue, I'd say. Oh, all right, I love it. But uh, have you been to um, I don't know Catfish Corner? Not yet. No, is yeah, that another one? Last place pass it all the time. I know, man. There's like so many places. No, that's place. what I like about it's, you know. It's been six months. I probably hit more than the average person in yeah. six months, but there's still so much more. Well, you don't look like you've been hitting it for six yeah. months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. You look I like me if you've been hitting it six months. <laughs> yeah. you know? Just to have that plate, I got to run yeah. six yeah. six miles right. for that. <laughs> Got a barren calories. Yeah, but uh, it, man, I know that there's a lot of people that you might know and whatnot, but I mean, man, there's a, there's so much, you know, un, I don't want to even say underground restaurants that like no one really talks about because not a whole lot of people know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, man, it's good to hear that. Sometimes hear. some restaurants here in San Angelo are, are not say regionally, but they're to their own area. Like everybody knows them because they're from that area. Yeah. But some people from like, let's say this side of town, they won't know the restaurants that are booming over there on the north side of town yeah so sometimes a lot of people are just uh restricted to their area Very, or just yeah no comfort you, level you, you yeah. got a point because uh, on the the facebook group page that i that i host and started honestly for shits and giggles just because i wanted you know to honestly help me people give me advice as where to yeah. go when i got there it's me myself and maybe three people when i when I moved here in october and now we have 1300 people and it hasn't oh, dude, been six awesome. months yeah. so and I'll, I'll get that a lot somebody will post a picture of a place they went to or a taco place or you know uh, um i went to crazy fruit and people here in town that i you know it says how long they've been in the, yeah. in the city like where's that from yeah we have one of those or who is that and it's yeah. i'm like you're a native here and don't know about this so yeah. that tells me that they're they're very secluded to their their yeah. place or they just go to the one two three places they're used to right there's a lot more in, in our own backyard here to explore i think which yeah. just tells you that there's a need for more information for more people to, to be out there, yeah. uh, awareness doing, is yeah. first you have awareness. to know the yeah. places are here to, to go check them out and it's so weird because san angelo and i've said it and i'm gonna say it again but san angelo is that third world country that you know like people don't people talk about stuff but it's just only amongst certain people it's kind of weird like not a whole lot of stuff gets out mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like rusa's rusa's uh, uh i've never fruit. been there but i'm I yeah. Know, yeah i mean it's over on, truck, it's, right? no it's on oak street you know what tire shop. Uh, yeah right next to or Sosa's tire shop yeah that's where it used to be and uh i mean they, they got open a phenomenal store now or yeah. a little restaurant kind of thing yeah oh shoot that, yeah, they get the drive through there right yeah yeah i stumbled upon that on accident I was actually yeah. looking for uh armentes when i was yeah. driving yeah. by there and that's like exactly what, what is this i had to yeah. stop and get out and look and I went and talked to her gave my card and i'm gonna in a couple of weeks here, i'm gonna do a blog feature yes. on them yeah so you I mean, want to talk about different unique that's what she that, is yeah exactly and so wow. she has like this pouch called the nachos locos there yeah and so she just cuts open some nachos and she'd throw some all the fixings you want in there man. Yeah. Thin weight. Super good, man. <laughs> I'm just telling you. 
She, that's what she do. She just give it to you. She's like, yeah, stay away. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, man, super good stuff. But yeah, there's yeah, a lot of giving shout outs to you know those those chefs, those people, those owners, and those places that hey, man, this place has got legit food that you ain't gonna find nowhere else. They're good people. You know, they yeah. they want to serve and make people it's happy. Local. You know, yeah. you know yep. local helping local because you know? I'm going to go to these places again and again over and over because I like them I want to give them my patronage if I can help other people find places and do the same thing then everybody wins yeah, yeah. true story so how did you get into blogging I mean you said you started a little bit on Facebook for yourself I mean yep. how did that change throughout the, the time yeah. that you've been blogging I had no intent of ever going in, into blogging whatsoever like yeah. I knew it was out there but um, I, I did a lot of like Yelp reviews yeah. you know for still with the whole restaurants just being a, a foodie before you know again making sure more so to document where I went like where's the good places and like you know giving giving reviews of places that I liked and if basically my thought is if I have nothing good to say I just don't review them I'm not even going to waste my time on it because it wasn't worth it I don't go back but uh I, I still do some Yelp stuff, not as much as I used to in like San Diego, St. Louis, big cities for Yelp. Like they do Yelp elite events and you can meet some mm-hmm. other cool foodie people. And I, I mean, a lot of, I met a lot of my friends through Yelp and stuff in those cities when I moved there. We don't really have much of anything here Yelp wise. There's, there's, no, there's no Yelp communities. Um, I think San Antonio is the closest city that has a Yelp community. So yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm a, the cutting edge of Yelp. I'm like, that's eh, not on Yelp yet. It's because I'm too cool right now. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, some places aren't on there. But I did a lot of that. But I wanted something separate and independent that was uniquely my own to say whatever the hell I wanted, how I wanted. I could you know put pictures up how I wanted to. I could do videos. Just something uniquely my own that was independent from Yelp. And like, all right, let's do a really basic like. Uh, um, what is it? Blogspot was my first one. This is actually my third blog that I've had that I have right now at musclesandmorsels.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had other, uh, so I think, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, the Aviano Foodies, the one I had in Italy. And then the one before that was a better bite SD, um, dot blogspot.com when I was in San Diego. The problem with both, which I learned this time is that the, the title was in the city I lived in. So they were already by title based oh, on yeah. that city I lived in. You can't travel somewhere and, you know, capture something in Boston. Right. It's all about San Diego. Yeah. Um, so then I would use, you know, Yelp or something like that. So this one just being muscles and morsels, the, the name kind of merging my professional career with the food stuff. Um, I was able, I now I can go to Austin and I can still put it on my blog if I want to, because right. it isn't restrained to one geography so man that's interesting that that you um you're actually doing something that i've thought about wanting like i've been always like saying yeah you know what i'm gonna do this my top five san angelo or top 10 san angelo or top best of san angelo mm-hmm. or something just go and just you know sit there and talk me me, me us guys and just talk about the food talk yep. about the environment take picture, pictures because i find myself sometimes going i wonder what that restaurant looks like can i take my kids to it can you know what's the environment yeah, and it's, like? it's those exact yeah. questions that between yelp and my, and my blog i feel like i can answer them like yeah. as if, if you can't be there yourself it's the next closest thing to walk in my shoes to experience what i did it's a uh, very inspirational because i think I, not that i'm gonna steal your, your thunder but i'll just probably copy and paste some stuff of yours <laughs> hey, go if it helps get you started doing what you're doing yeah, it gives no. people shout outs go for it what um what's another i guess main thing that you've learned with blogging and blogging with food wise you know it's it's the blogging being you know with it's travel focused believe it or not it's, it's okay. the whole theme um you know obviously it's hub is now san angelo but because i've been in san diego and had blogs there st louis i get a lot of followership from those places that are just as curious to know what the heck is what's available and what's josh finding in san angelo too so it's it's uh it's been a kind of a gateway of communication for what's here for people that are elsewhere and then for tourists that come here yeah you know they're yeah. gonna see it too and then other locals more than anything i want them to know what's in their backyard but 
drink and food has been a gateway towards understanding the culture and the people and the city and just what's there. And then when I go to Fredericksburg, I mean, you can see it in their German food, right, you can yeah. see it in their wine. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, it's literally it's a gateway to meet people. And some of the people I've met are just the most amazing, interesting individuals I've ever met. These mm-hmm. chefs, these owners that have engineering degrees that threw it all not threw it away, but they stepped away from it to go and open up a restaurant. Yeah. And now they, they love it. It's like uh, it's it's brought me. It's introduced me to some really amazing people beyond the plate, as I call it. Yeah. Has there been a plate that you're like, this plate screams San Angelo? Mm, let's see. Uh, well, maybe not St. Angelo, but it was one of the ones that jumped out because I actually found it here. And this is a guy coming from Wisconsin uh-huh. where um, they have it at Cielo and they have it at Fuentes. And they're both like exactly what I, I would expect it to be because I've only found it one other place outside of, of Texas for that uh-huh. matter. But a Molcajete, it's the black Mulca volcano hippie. rock. Okay. Yeah. Where it comes out with the cactus. It's got the andouille. It's got the chicken. It's got the shrimp. It's got the uh, queso cheese melted on it. It's it's uh, sizzling and steaming. And then you get the side of the, the beans and rice, the guac and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's in this big just volcano bowl. And it's just uh, it's a spectacle to see. It smells good and it's delicious. Yeah. And I no, go get that. nobody in Wisconsin even knows to ask for yeah. it because they don't know what it is. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I go to Cielo in Fuentes right there. It's on the menu. Just like nor- a normal yeah. everyday menu item. And I'm like, you have Mocajete like we always have. I'm like, I need that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I need two. They so those those were surprising, but I would actually have to stay the uh, the KC steak that they have up at Western Sky. Okay, yeah. that's that steak is different than anything else right. I've ever had because yeah. they do that flour dusting yeah. with it, the garlic, garlic yeah. dust. Yeah. yeah, it's just different and it's it's great. And then the other one I would probably have to say that. Again, maybe not representative of, of St. Angelo, but it's just it stood out here is if you get the uh, oh, what is it now? I'm trying to think of uh, what do they call it? The uh, steak a la Mexicana. Oh, yeah. That they have at um, Cork and Pig. Cork and Pig. Yeah. OK. There's is really good. There's a, there's a, a so Fernandez. I don't know if you all know this, but this one just kind of like threw me for a loop. But he's got a chicken fried steak. With enchiladas, and I was all like, "I have what in the piss?" Just I have happened. not had a chicken fried steak yeah, yet. I know, so uh, not yet. yeah, you no, need and to. I hear that's a very Texas thing. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah, very, you've never had one ever, ever. Wow, wow. Henry's is pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. what's his name? I think his name is Chris. He's a, an operations guy with, um, I think, with Fox. I think. Yeah, if you he's, like the orange gravy, he uh, yeah, he, he said they yeah, had the too. best one he's ever had. Yep. Yeah, that gravy tops it off. Yeah, I Literally. think it is the gravy. I th- I really think it's the gravy there because man, I've I, and this is no shit, no shit. So every single time I go there, and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna get chicken fried steak. I'm not gonna get chicken fried steak. And then <laughs> you they're see like, it come out. And then well, natural. No, I'm reading the menu and I'm like, I'm not gonna get chicken fried steak. And I'm like, I'm gonna get quesadillas, right? And then so I'm looking at it. I'm gearing myself up, and then the waitress is like, Sir, what do you want? Chicken fried steak. God damn it. It, it just comes I, out. Yeah, it just comes out. Yep. So like, that's like, I grew up, you know, eating there, and that's kind of the deal. But at Fernandez, man, he's got that chicken fried steak with the enchiladas, and I was like, dude, I'm done. That is like, if that is not San Angelo, I do not know what is. So uh, That sounds pretty damn yeah, good. I need I was, to try chicken fried steak yeah, yet. I you really do. do. So San Angelo, your first taste of Texas? Mm-hmm. So, um, but you've been around Texas, haven't you? Like visiting other areas? The only other place in Texas I've been to prior to moving here October was San Antonio. Mm -hmm. I've been there four times for work trips and just letting the cat out of the bag. Nobody's surprised about it now, but my intent is to sink roots there after this. Yeah. Because I love that city. Yeah. Yeah. Love that city. So you visit... Yeah, uh, often, I not since not, not since I moved since, here yet, no. just because of COVID stuff. Yeah, but um, I've been you know the Riverwalk area primarily. Yeah. Um so out of the last six years, I've been there four times. Yeah. You know, living there is different than being there for yeah, four or five right. days. But yeah. I have 
there's literally nothing that that hinders my idea of living there. Are you going to become a Spurs fan? What's that? Are you going to become a Spurs fan? No. Oh, no. come on. And that's you a Milwaukee Bucks no, and, and I have nothing against it. I'm just not a basketball <laughs> fan. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, Fair enough. I'll take yeah, that. That's, that's better than yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. just not a basketball fan. Yeah. I respect basketball athletes. I'll put it that way, but I'm just yeah. not. I don't follow basketball. Well, that's if you move to San Antonio, there's there's so many food places, yeah. not just in the Riverwalk, of course, you know, but right. yeah. like everywhere around. Yep. I mean, my, my sisters and uh, my brother-in-law, they, they find these hole-in-the-wall places that are amazing. amazing and I hear places. that a lot. Yeah, it's like you, yeah. it's it's yeah, a hole-in-the-wall, but it's some of the best food they've yeah. ever had. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can't, it's it's not far from uh, the the Spurs arena that they have there. Um, it's a barbecue place. And he he gave me, and my, my dad came down and met me because I was over in Italy at the time, so I wanted to see some family. And uh, we went there, and he gave us a tour of this whole place, and it had like the ultimate man cave lounge in there. He's got an upstairs area. He's got wow. like a, a, you know, like a penthouse up on top. And then the food is just amazing with the spiral sta- staircase. Oh, I mean, amazing. if I, if I ever opened up a barbecue place, it would have been just like that. Just like, really? the, the food is just legit. And I can't think of the name of it for, of it for the life of me. Well, but. you just need to go to the tower and don't they have I, a restaurant up there still? I haven't been to the tower. Yeah, you need to. Uh, I do believe that at one point in time, they did have a restaurant up it, it, it revolves, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, like yeah. Every so many like minutes or so, a yeah. definitely evolution. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty nifty. Yeah. yeah. But enough of San Antonio. Let's talk about the Cactus Hotel yeah, in San Cactus Angelo, Hotel. what San Angelo has to offer. So uh, did, did you mention what's your favorite place here in San Angelo so far has been? Uh, it depends on what I'm looking for. It really does. But uh, I guess based on the one I've been to the most, well, and I think, too, they can be favorite. Restaurant-wise, restaurant right? Favorite environment, favorite place yeah exactly. environment angry cactus angry cactus i like the environment in angry yeah, cactus yeah. yep um food wise um i'm probably gonna have to say it's probably western sky western they, sky. Got, they have such a good hybrid of mexican food and steak, and steak. yeah in yeah. steakhouse yeah have, have you had the german sky. fries over there yes they are amazing legit yeah that's like my favorite thing to eat over there <laughs> yes. like i could eat like a whole Some deal of german, german fries. fries yeah like it's just chopped up chives bacon potatoes and then they they uh they grill it on this on the skill yeah. There and it's like freaking amazing. It's got like eighty years worth of history. I, on I just that, figured it was like grill. regular old German fries. Yeah, but again, that they're one yeah. of a kind too. I used wow. to work there when I was younger. So uh, kind of no one's partial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. Javier, shout out. Javier. Yolanda's Javier. awesome. She's yeah. so cool. Yeah, she that, is that woman's neat. quite the entrepreneur, and she's she's holding down the ship very well. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's a, a great story that you've encountered here in San Angel within your food blog? I mean, that you could share or that you've shared before. Uh, two kind of stand out for me uh, that uh, the first place I went to my second week within my second week here, I went up to Silo House and uh, Silo House. Yep, and uh, that's the closest thing to like a farm to table type place yeah. I've been to. Yeah. Um, small little place, but uh, I talked to um, Chef Michael Hennessy and just an awesome individual. Kind of like how he came to open the place, what his intent is, what he's hoping to do for San Angelo. You know, what is his crafting, but in his culinary background behind making the food the way he does was it was moving. It was just really yeah. cool for me to like sit there and almost like pick his brain to find out how he does what he does, and you know he's good at what he does too. Right. That was interesting, and then when I got to sit down and talk to John Fuentes at at Fuentes yeah. Cafe downtown, the story on how you know they had the the roof you know cave in, cl- cave yeah. in and then when they got it put back together and ready to go, then COVID hit a month yeah. later. 
I mean, that the, that two big hits like that would, you know, crush most yeah, businesses. Yeah, exactly. And yet they came right back, and they're doing, whole, I mean, sounds like they're doing just as good as ever. Right, yeah. And, you know, somebody as hospitable and kind as him and with, you know, such roots here in St. Angelo, yeah. I'm glad to see them doing well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he, he can do no wrong. John's kind of one of those guys that I love the guy. I've met the guy hundreds mm-hmm. of times, but... I mean, every time you go in there, I mean, he says hi to everybody. That's what I went to. I did a blog feature there, and, like, everybody knew him. Like, yeah. you, like you know, a best friend, you're coming to say, hey, right. John, how's it going? He'd, he'd, you know, go over to their table, sit down quick, right. shake hands. Yeah. Like, 10% every- off, right? 10% yeah. off. Yeah. Everybody he knows has a, him. Yeah, he has a lot more friends than he thinks he does. But, uh, <laughs> but like, he'll sit down. Like, he'll even sit down with customers. And I think that was, that's pretty funny, you know, for me. Because, you, yeah, you, and I have no problem with it because I do a lot of my blog review solo when I go in just because yeah. I'm doing my thing. But uh, he sat with me the vast majority of the whole time explaining, like, where this menu I came from here's the specials they got if you yeah. like this drink get that one why they do things certain ways you know they do in-house salsas you know right. do they do make their own tortillas or not you wouldn't know these things unless you were told or asked right i just love how you hit san angelo so hard like in six months that you know like uh, that's just kind of like man i gotta i gotta know this guy some way somehow so <laughs> uh big props to you sir big props thank you let's go ahead and give everybody uh kind of give them a heads up on wh- how to find your blog and you know working oh the, yeah uh, the, the web page in there. yeah yeah so my blog is in this i'll, I'll give the spelling and it's muscles and morsels.com and that's muscles the letter n and the n morsels and again it's the merger between muscles being like my sport and my yeah. day job with the morsels finding the good tasty stuff around wow. town so awesome. it, it just kind of came in like i need something that puts the two together but it doesn't tie me to a geography so right. muscles and morsels yeah i love it man has your um blogging led to any kind of features anywhere else or anything like that um as it's gotten bigger in the fact that it it it's the uh the landing zone that i use my social media for so whether it's instagram photos it's the facebook group page that we have and i'll just say that too it's uh yeah. we have um it's uh san angelo texas eats and drinks is the facebook group it's a private group you just search that and you ask to join it within 24 hours i try to let anyone as long as you're within tom green county i want to keep it very hyper local yeah um so I've been doing pretty good at that. I think 96% of the people are from Tom Green County. So um, there's that. But whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I want people to get like the teaser there on something food related. And that drives them to the blog is kind of how it works there. So um, the blog's the main the main one there. And that's right. I do like the, the summaries, the reviews, the pictures. I want to some way integrate video. Um, but video is, is such another layer to it. I want to do it right and not just put up, you know, crappy videos. That's that's literally kind of what I use Instagram for. Not that they're crappy, but it's meant to be short 60 second yeah, videos. Yeah. So I use it as it is. Not detailed or not, you know, 4K and yep. looking at the detail in the food and the environment. Because <laughs> yep. that's important. Too, yeah, I, I don't want to make it more of an obligation. I want it to just be something I'm already going to do anyway. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'll, you know, use some of the features that are in Instagram for the videos and the storylines. But yeah. it's it's for the intent of then going, damn, what the hell is that? And then they go to the blog to find out yeah. what it was. Awesome. Now, um, you said that your blog page is technically a travel Yep. Page. So how did you, um, we'll go, let's go rewind back and how did you get into traveling and how did that spark your interest? Yeah, well, a lot of that started with the job that I had with the Navy, yeah. um, being able to actually get overseas travel and hit foreign ports and stuff like that. It it just opened up my eyes to stuff that's beyond your own backyard. And I, as much as I like seeing it for myself, I wanted to share it so bad. And again, the food and the drink became part of that, that avenue to share that culture in those places. 
And so the, the, the foundation came from where am I at? And the best way to show that is through explaining, summarizing, showing food and drink and the people behind it. Yeah. And then that the jobs I had after that at St. Louis, I did a lot of traveling for the corporate job that I had, took me all over the U.S. Same thing. Just, you know, where am I going? How can I showcase this place the best? And some of it, I'll show parks, I'll show art and stuff like that, too. But a lot of it comes back to the food, the drinks and the people behind it. Where were some of the places that you visited in the Navy? Or working uh, for the Navy. So when I was deployed, let's see, uh, well, Hawaii, three different times. is always a port call that you hit on the way back. Yeah. Um, I hit um, Bahrain. Um, I hit Dubai. Um, we hit um, Elat, Israel. We hit um, Hong Kong. And I'm forgetting one in there. No, that's right. We hit Bahrain twice. Uh, and then, you know, all over San Diego, we got to hit that. And then San Francisco for a, a Navy training exercise, too. Oh. So did you get to, to go through the Suez Canal? We did. Yeah. But then even when I was in, in Italy, I should say, as far as foreign travel, I was in Aviano, which is not far from Venice. But yeah. um, I hit uh, six other foreign foreign cities there in three other countries in yeah. the year that I was there, too. Yeah. And it just opens up your eyes that there is something completely different. Like you are nowhere close to home. It smells different, looks different. They sound different. It, they, you know, I mean, the streets you walk on are different. I had to share that. And food and drink, people yeah. kept being the best yeah. avenue to show it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what the that's what brings everybody close together. No matter where you are in the world, it would be food and drink. Yeah. And it, you can relate to any other culture just by asking them to explain that, you know, their, their food or their drink or like, you know, something unique to them. And if you're open to it versus, I hate to say it, that if you come in just trying to make everything American, yeah. um, it, it doesn't go well, and you're just yeah. secluding yourself off from another experience. Right. Yeah, I remember um, I was uh, abroad, and um, I just kept on thinking, I, we should stop one of these older women. Let, let's buy some food, have her cook it for us, and we just kind of conversate as much Slave as we can. Cater. You know, as much <laughs> as we can, just kind of get to know her or get to know her, the, the culinary skills that she may have and this and that. Just like, I, I think that would have been a an extra um, you know, like a cherry on top of being abroad in the first yeah. place, because you, yeah. you you get to taste their food, what they their daily life. I mean, if they mm-hmm. want to watch some TV, what do they watch? You know, just things yeah. like that. I'm really interested in people. I love yep. in, no matter where they're from. When I was in Italy, the, my intent was to learn just enough Italian to understand how to order the right food because it was all about, you know, food for me was the important thing. I'm like, I need to make sure I can interpret a menu and order stuff. But when I saw how excited local Italians would get that you could order in Italian, you know, yeah. I looked totally American, like, <laughs> wait, you speak Italian? And I was like, well, you know, un poco, a little bit. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I, I do pretty well with ordering that. I'm like, well, what if I did a little bit more for like directions or time of day or like, how are you? Goodbyes. And Ended up picking on it up pretty within the year. I, I, I tested out for intermediate Italian, so that opened up that whole cultural avenue just because I wanted to know how to order food. Yeah, you know, it was it was pretty profound. When I was in Italy, I spoke a lot more Spanish than I did English. That got me through a lot of yeah. Spanish things. goes further than you would yeah. think over there. Yeah, but yeah. Um, what part of Italy did you? Um, so I, I was housed out of or housed based out of Aviano, which is fifty yeah. minutes from um, from Venice. It's not far from the border of Slovenia either. Yeah. But um, I made it over to uh, Verona. I made it down to Bologna. Um, I went over to San Sebastian, Spain, which is Donostia. Um, I went to uh, I went to uh, Copenhagen. And then I went over to Ljubljana, um, Ljubljana, uh, um, Slovenia as well too. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I also went to Prague for Halloween in 2019 and every one of them kind of surprised me. Like I knew there were good places to go. I didn't know how much I would fall in love with them. Yeah. I really did. what do you think about Venice? 
Venice, I went there what they call Carnival, which yeah, I'm going to be honest, man, makes crazy. our Halloween look yeah. like kid stuff. Yeah. Kid stuff. Because they go all out with these just unbelievably Mask. elaborate uh, like outfits, just yeah. crazy. And they're all around St. Marco Square and stuff like that. And I mean, you just can't help but to stop and be like, oh, my God, that is gorgeous. That's amazing. Some of them will stop and just pose like they're a statue and they look like it. Yeah. Huh. It's amazing. I uh, Here we go. My, yeah. Our podcast, we always they always make fun yeah. of me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever I was somewhere, yeah. Like, but I've been to Venice. Yes, uh, I've been to we Venice. Have you? When yeah. were you there? I was there in twenty. Um, You're there twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Were you there during tourist season? Um, I was there during tourist season. Yeah, it was June. Not June. really major okay. tourist season, but it was June. Some people will say that they hate going there during tourist season because it's so busy that all you actually see is tourists more than locals. Yeah. So when I went, it was. Um, I think the uh, tour ship or whatever that cruise ship just yep. left. And so it was a little less touristy. Oh, okay. Um, but we were there too long enough to see the everyone leave. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it just there's nobody in the streets and through the, through the pathways. I mean, Venice is not, there's no streets, right? Yeah. Nope. There's just pathways and you're going through like almost like tunnels and uh, I don't know what they're called, but it's just, it's just, yeah, small, amazing. small, it's beautiful, like, not hallways, but just pathways yeah. behind, in between two stores or, or that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 It's and, easy uh, to get lost. Yeah. And, I mean, at first you think about it, it's like, man, it's so dirty. The water's dirty and this and that. But then you kind of look back and like, man, it's so beautiful. Like, that's uh, where this is amazing. One of the first uh, trips I took with MWR, Moral Welfare and Recreation, on base there, they uh, they took us there and I saw gondolas for the first yeah. time, just like you see in the movies. I'm like, those fools are do expensive. That? The gondolas here, <laughs> oh, they are. Boy. Yeah, like, by the hour, they're like, yeah. it's, it's like eighty euro for an hour. Euros, yeah, for an hour. Yeah, exactly. is that expensive? That's like it's almost one hundred twenty dollars. Really? Bucks. Yeah, yeah, oh. for an hour. Yeah. So, um, well, I did study abroad, so I spent three weeks in Verona. So okay. that we, we did, went to the University of Verona there. And My so, favorite Italian city is Verona. Oh, it's so beautiful. Absolutely loved it. I did two days, and the only thing I hate about that is I didn't do four. Victor, we we're not cultured. I know we got to go. So, yeah, y'all are not cultured. Yeah, yeah. 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 Y'all been to Cristobal. We're in charge of Cristobal. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> shout out to Cristobal. Yeah, shout out to no, the vineyards out there. I, and then we went to a vineyard <laughs> out there in uh, um, between uh, Verona and uh, Venice, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was in a castle. I don't know. Oh, uh, well, there's um there's uh, St. Peter's Castle that's out there. Yeah, and, and this that one, overlooks the bridge. Oh uh, no! See, but this is a little bit further out in the countryside. Oh, okay. It's it's amazing because it's on a hill and it's a castle and it's like the only thing out there. And then you can see on the hill, you can see in the distance another castle. Yeah, it, it was. I got some of the probably the most just to be there and see them. Some of the most picturesque, like uh, mm. tranquil moments of my yeah. life are at some of my tri- trips in, in yeah. Italy. Uh, huh. Just Europe is so different. You Very. Know, I think I just. Uh, I well, like, like Italy and parts of Europe, but Italy, or Italy in particular is so much older than the yeah. U.S. Like we talk about our history, like Civil War is old or something like that. And they're like, yeah, you guys are really young yeah. compared to us. We, we were the cradle of civilization. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the trains are awesome. Mm-hmm. They're cheap. They're yeah. cheap. Well, well, just traveling around Italy in general, let alone Europe, is super cheap hands, and fast. <laughs> it was like 15 <laughs> euros to go to from Rona yeah. to uh, Pet it's, Venice. It's like, how do it's you crazy. not? Yeah. This is amazing. But enough about us. I got spoiled. Like I, I could, you know, puddle jump all over Europe. And like, yeah. that's one thing I'm getting used to here in San Angelo is that you granted we have, um, uh, what can I think? What's the, what's the airport we have here? Uh, San Angelo. Uh, Mathisfield. 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 Yeah. Um, 
it, it's the the flights are very limited and yeah. it's expensive as hell to go just about anywhere out of here because yeah. we're a regional airport. Uh-huh. I'm used to having like St. Louis Airport or Lambert. I'm used to having San there, Diego yeah. Airport or like Minneapolis and Madison, and Milwaukee. Like yeah. h- half an hour tops from a big airport. That's that's metropolitan. You can go everywhere. Not the case here unless you want to drive three hours to Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. If you want, or to, you want to go to Midland. Yeah, oh, no, you know what? Midland's that's, expensive. That's true. I've had people say check Abilene, check Midland, and Odessa, which I have not done yet for a little yeah. bit more flexibility. I think Midland's more international. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's an a bigger. Yeah. So, um, but it, they it's have expensive, more man. It's expensive. It's expensive, yeah. But Very I mean, expensive. if you're flying out of San Angelo, you have to figure that into your budget too because yeah. it's, it gets expensive. Yeah, yeah but yeah. if you figure, because when, when I fly out of here, it's okay, well, I'm going to go park my fucking car at their whatever, their car, car park. Because it is free to park at, at Mathis. Yeah, Mathis, yeah. it's yeah. free, but there's no carport, you know, no fucking cover. Yeah. So yeah. I just get dropped off. But that's all, yeah. It's you know what I mean? So it, you take that into consideration, you're really not saving much by not. Drive yeah, flying out of true. here because, like, out of Dallas, got the gas. I, I pay, yeah, you pay gas and then the carport to get it covered. I think it's like 125 now for five. Yeah, one, I hate spending the little round trip seven hours to get to and from yeah. Fort Worth back yeah, to man. here. The the car parking and then just that that time there. I mean, it's it's worth almost going to Fort Worth, but I it's. It's not. I should say it's not worth going to Fort Worth. I would rather just pay it maybe a hundred extra bucks, hundred twenty-five more bucks, and just have the convenience of leaving right out of here. It's yeah. easy yeah. when you're by yourself. When you got yeah. true, yeah, yeah, family you got a four, four. <laughs> you got a yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, it's a thousand dollars real quick. Real quick. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, um, what's what's one of the? You said Verona is probably your favorite place in Europe. What's another favorite place that you you know visited? Prague surprised the hell Prague, out of me. Yeah. I went there with the only intent of going for. It's one of the biggest Halloween parties that they have in. Um, they have it in two two like sister cities, and I can't remember the name of the one that I went to, but it's just known for being a really big, like awesome Halloween party. And it was probably the coolest Halloween party I've ever been to. Big contest. I got sixth out of eight people that were in the finalist. I was really close to getting three grand. Wow. Really close. I went as Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah. Jack, okay. Jack, Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Wow. Yeah. All right. But uh in like you know that it's was that just that evening it starts at like 8 p.m and goes till i think god like two or three in the morning but yeah. all the rest of the time i was walking around town and just again the culture the food the buildings the architecture it blew my mind yeah just i mean really surprised me i, I wouldn't think it you know it's Prague. like uh-huh. nothing stood out at me until you're actually there and seeing it all it was just the uh what is it the uh, they call it um urquell is it? It's it like a Pilsner or Quell? It, that's out of Prague, Ch- um, Prague, Czechoslovakia. So that like I tried their beer, I tried some of their like cured meats and stuff like that. It was just it surprised me. Like a- everywhere I went, something new. Like oh, they have this, they have that. So that was what I call a sleeper city. Like it just huh. kind of like crept, crept up on me, and I'd go back in a heartbeat. Yeah, Man, it's a Prague. Mm-hmm. Prague yeah. it is. Prague it is. Bucket list. Let's go. Yeah, let's go let's right go. now. Let's go. <laughs> I have my, I'm getting my shot tomorrow, so I'm, I'm good to go. That's, I'm so, I, can't, I can't wait for, uh, you know, <laughs> your second dose. The, the, the U.S. and, you know, foreign foreign countries to get around the curve of this COVID thing. Yeah. I have so much more international travel that I want to oh, yeah. do. Like, lots. Yeah, no, my wife and I want to go to uh, Madrid, Spain. Yep. Yeah, just work. It's maybe our anniversary or something like that. I've Especially got, like a 10-year anniversary. I've got some Navy like friends that have either been stationed there or they've traveled there, and all of them have good things to say. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. looking at palaces, castles. Yep. Um, like, let's say in in, um, in Paris, you know, the Versailles. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, it's hard to explain to someone that... It's never been, or just let's oh, say, thanks, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Thanks, like, it's Daniel. only been here, and that's it. 
That's it, right? Here yeah. in the United States. Fuck you. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm still young at heart, right. man. I, I know. I, Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to the wall. They <laughs> <laughs> don't talk back like, yeah. Okay, yes. But yeah, even like before Europe, uh, I wouldn't mind because now San Antonio's got direct flights into it. I really want to go to Mexico City. I've been there. Really bad. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lot cheaper through Houston if you go to Houston. You but, think so? Yeah, it is. But you still got to go to Houston. Yeah. You still got to get to Houston. That's where I flew from Houston to Mexico City, and it was only it's like 45 like, minutes. It's a, yeah, it's, I think out of San Antonio, it was an hour and a half. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. it was out. cheap, too. Yeah. I've flown out of Dallas is Mexico City. So I, I follow this um, travel blogger on YouTube, and she's she's by herself, I guess, and she's everywhere, all these little cities in Mexico. And recently, like, she's walking around with her mask on, you know, she's in different parts the of Mexico. Cartel gets you. Well, it's, I, I mean, there's, there's, you? The cartels? The, oh, the yeah. cartels. But you think about it, it's like there's millions and millions of people, and they go on with their life, you know. All you need is a camera set up to follow you to make you find out. All you need is just a handheld thing. Just walk. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, yeah, guys. let me show, show you. I'm guys? from America, and they think you have money. For sure. <laughs> but this girl's from Ireland. All right. And so she sticks out. You well, can even Ginger or what? Yeah. Oh, she's from Ireland. She's from Ireland, and she sticks out, and she's and she travels all around Mexico a lot. Yeah. I'll be damn. Yeah, or everywhere. Like she lives in Mexico for like six months, and then she. I know um, too much not to go to Mexico, dog. Huh? I know too much not to go to Mexico. Nah, I, <laughs> I'm thinking about going in with my dad. My dad, my dad's from Mexico. Okay, so he goes go. back every okay. month, uh, every like three, four months to visit family or my sisters mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, I'm like, man, I need to go. It's been a while since I've been. Yeah, I've well, no, I, I take that back. Uh, we did a, a cruise when I was with uh, MWR. Did a cruise for our sailors, and I went to Ensenada. Oh yeah, for, for yeah. two days we had a port call there. There you go. That was pretty cool. Yeah, never been to Tijuana. <laughs> uh, you know, I hadn't. You know, even for somebody who's in San Diego, yeah, it's right over exactly. the border. I I had chances and just figured, oh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go eventually. It's right there. Never and then five to. years later, you never actually went. Yeah. Man, you missed the donkey show. <laughs> <laughs> you missed Boys Town action. <laughs> um, my sister used to, well, they were stationed um, in San Diego, and uh, she lived in Chula Vista. Yep. That and, is real. That's, like, that's like the last city before you go over the border. Yeah. And so um, that was, that's the first time I ever tasted carne asada fries. And it yep. was amazing. And, you know, ever since then, you know, they have them here now. But yeah. I was like 12, 13 at that time. No, I was like 17. And first time, got an ass off right. It's most amazing. Change your world. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Change your life. Yeah. But I drove from the, from San Angelo to San Diego. How long is that? It's like 17 hours. Holy crap. No, I, drove, I drove both ways. Cause, well, I drove back, coming 17? back. Because my sister says, oh, I have to work the next day, so you're going to have to drive. And so I can sleep. I was like, okay. Oh, so you, you were with someone else, though? I was with my sister. But she didn't drive at all. She slept. Yeah. It's, I stopped I in Yuma say, for a little bit. Doing that solo, oh man, that'd be the end of me. I've made the six-hour drive from St. Louis to Madison several times, and that just about ended me. St. Louis to Madison? That's not far. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Six hours is about yeah. my cap after that. Like, like from here my body doesn't yeah, like it. Is here my my mind doesn't like it. Man, I, got, I got buddies driving just for work. They drive from Mississippi all the way to Odessa, man. It's like, dang. 16 hours I was like man You are fucking nuts And Dang. I didn't do it in a day I'm like man you're crazy I wish we had like, One of those express Like a Badger Boss Or a Van Gulder Or like like Some kind of an expressway Type thing that went from here To at least Fort Worth To a major airport Well I think they're I starting we, They're they're gonna have that too much private land Well I think they're, do, they're doing a That would be Big uh, Like sub, not subway But a train going from never I think it was like From Houston to Dallas No it started being built I've heard something about that. This. It's going to work. Yeah, it's like from Houston to Dallas, I think, and it's only going to take you like an hour. 
Well, when taxes go up, y'all know why. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, because that's a lot of private land. I, mean, I think Texas has the most private land than any Is that other. why there isn't some, such a thing? Yeah, right. yeah. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I mean, because everyone wants their land, keeps their land, and yep. you know, or sells it really expensive. So, But, um, yeah, I mean, like Europe, is, you can just hop on a train and go everywhere. everywhere. To anywhere. every city, yeah. Or, or at least stop, it'll stop close to where you could take you know a car to get somewhere yeah. in 20 minutes from there. Exactly. So the, I've always said, why don't we have trains? You know, trains from anywhere. Because we don't, especially it's a we state don't like this using big. No, yeah. I know, especially in Texas, right? You think that we would have trains and train to Abilene? That'd be cool. Just like you know, just I mean, a train. state this big, it would. It's just asking for that that kind of transportation. Yeah. And I would think it would it would be used. I would think, and you know, make jobs for people too. Yeah. But like you said, if it's because of private land, that's easier said sure. than done. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. So um, tell me a little bit more about your travel experiences. I mean, you, you said you went through the Navy, and but afterwards, after the Navy? Yeah. Did, so uh, again, never having been active duty, but have been, having been a civilian within you know a military setting, it's it's afforded me a lot of travel at some of those port calls and stuff. But even like I said, I had to, you know, two years I worked for the old Monsanto company, which is now um, Bayer Crop Sciences. And that job flew me all the way, over, I mean, all over the place. I was literally over in, in Boston at one point. I was in Woodland, uh, Woodland uh, California. Um, uh, actually, uh, that sent me to Texas. So that job just had a, a high travel component, which some people would hate. But as a single guy, no kids, no wife, not even a pet at home, I didn't care. It's like send me wherever you want, I'll go because I get the travel benefit from it. Um, so you know that job, and then uh, you know then Italy came after that. It's just travel's always been a part of what I've done, either out of vocation or out of you know leisure, and it's not something I want to stop doing. And it's now that I'm here, you know, West Texas, you know, and I've got four, five metropolitan cities in Texas. As we do get around the bend of COVID, I mean, this this state is ripe for travel and that kind of right. thing. And this might be my you know my my foundation or my home base is San Angelo. But when I take these trips, I wanted to tell people about where I went. And, you know, you guys have this here in your backyard too. And this yeah. could be for a tourist or other people from San Angelo. Right. Yeah. Have you ever seen that one travel guy for Texas? Um, his name is Chet. Oh, I know yeah. you're, he's got a TV show. Yeah. Um, um, he's he's on says, I can do all right? everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that. Um, tripping, day tripping, yeah, day tripping. Day tripping. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Yeah. I, I'd love to meet the guy. Yeah. I'd love to sit down and talk, see where he's been and, and, and you know, in a, in an alternate universe, he he probably has the other job I would want to yeah. have, just yeah. like that. So so you have the job right now that you want to have. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah I, I got to say that the priority would be my like my fitness and strength conditioning career because I'm obsessed with it. Um, this is more of like a, a love of passion type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but it's you know it, it's also something I could do and it wouldn't be a burden. Like it yeah. wouldn't be an obligation to me. I would willingly do it. Be wow. the next Adam, Adam Zimmerman. No, no, it's what I've told people is if I could take any two jobs, it would be something between Guy Fieri and Anthony Bourdain in a heartbeat. I would quit my job today as a strength conditioning coach and I would take that job if you could combine those two. Yeah. I'd do it. Yeah. Man, I miss Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, me too. He was amazing. So was I. His show was amazing. Yeah. No, that, but he was like a, a real, like, I don't know. He had like a lot of philosophy behind him too. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. He, yeah. he had a philosophy of travel and people and culture that, right. in the way he could speak about it and write about it, was pretty profound. Yeah, I think the secret is that you have to be open minded. Yes, and, and not stick to your guns whenever you're. Well, I'm not going to eat this. Just give me some chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you know, but when in Rome, yeah, you have Did to use that. Right? He, got, yeah, use he that could right? get to the roots of things <laughs> so deeply through the people. And, you know, he'd, he'd try anything and he would literally live like a local. Yeah. Like, like I'm all, I'm all yours. Tell yeah. me how you guys do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. I need some, like, that's why, that's why I still watch Adam Zimmerman, man. He's, he's there chatting it up and mm-hmm. living their life and catching what he's going to eat. 
Like shit, man, that's badass. I've always been b- big on travel channels and travel, you know, mm-hmm. in documentaries and things yep. like that too. So I, I've I've always um, I guess that's another thing that I would like to get into is is uh, travel blogging, like like you. I mean, that's something that I. And if if anything, you get to chronicle all your own yeah. places where you go, and it's just yeah. it's it's there as a as a documentation for of where yourself. You've been. Yep. Yeah. For yep. yourself, but you don't want to be the face of anything. No, no, no. no. I'll be. Uh, You're like it, a ghostwriter. Ghostwriter, ghost oh, yeah. pseudo name or something like that. <laughs> yes. I, I'll be Mark Twain, but his real name. Your, was your what? pen name, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Samuel Clemens. Samuel Clemens. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Now you know we kind of come full circle. You know from where you started here and now food blogging. As mm-hmm. a, a passion. Yep. Um, what's something else that you're looking forward to maybe in the next four years or even beyond when you leave San Angelo? Yeah. If you leave San Angelo, because sometimes yeah, no, you get stuck in here. I've, I've heard more times than not that, you know, people, they intended on leaving or only being here for a year or two. And then here it is four or five, six years later. Yeah. They're still here or they, they left and they come back. So yeah. um, I'm not, I'm not, you know close to anything maybe i do end up staying here you know the city grows gets a bit bigger but right now my eyes are set on san antonio but um and, and part, of that, back. No. <laughs> part of that is because they've got you know they've got um randolph air or air force base they've got lackland so a lot of the, the jobs i want to do i can do there and then some because they've just got such a military population um and my firm's got a lot of positions there too so it'd be a very easy transition to get there and it's I mean, it's it's unarguably the bigger food mecca. There's just more variety and stuff there too. And there's there's uh, you know there's publications, magazines, and opportunities to get involved in both my passions, the food side and the military side, doing strength conditioning. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'd love to see this Facebook page keep growing. I'd like to see uh, you know my involvement with the guys with San Angelo to go. We see eye to eye on so much stuff. It's it's amazing. I'm glad I got connected with them. And then, uh, you know, festivals and stuff you guys have around here that are centered around drinks and food, I'd like to really help to build those up and frankly, kind of make this a bit of a, of a culinary destination. You know, we're out here in the middle of, you know, nowhere West Texas, but I want San Angelo, if this is going to be my home, I wouldn't mind bragging and showing off like, hey, you know, we got damn good drinks, we got good food, we got good people here, and we're off the radar, but you come here and you're going to remember coming here. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Do you ever brag about the water, the tap water? <laughs> I, I didn't know that the water was a thing until like a month in here, and my, my site supervisor was like, you don't drink the water, right? And like, you just bathe yeah. I just said, like, why? She's like, you, yeah, what? And she's like, yeah, you gotten sick or anything? I'm like no, and she's like, well, it's it's really hard water here, like yeah. really hard. And I'm like, I mean, it did taste different. I noticed that, but <laughs> it was yellow. You you but, don't know you until know. somebody tells you, yeah. you know. And then yeah, I feel the dumb because I didn't actually realize I I have a, a like an ultra water purifier yeah. that I can use just for drinking water. And I was like, oh, that's what it's for. Okay, yeah, but that's too funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So, um, got any questions? Any other man, questions? there's a nice brewery. Do you like beer? I guess you know that Yola brewery. I I still tell people I don't. But I'm finding the more craft beer that I try, the more beer I find that I yeah. like. Yeah, we we all need to take a guy's trip. Go to Eola. Eola's uh, yeah. breweries there. Oh, really there? Good. I have not been there, but I've heard about it. And then uh, I went up to Horny Toad off uh, their first Saturdays, uh-huh. and uh, that was a quite an experience. Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, or Lewakey Steakhouse. The They're on my list for steakhouses. Oh, oh yeah, without doubt, best steak. Well, it's not a town, but man, what, tell me what other good things are. I think that driving a heartbeat from what I hear. Western yes, Sky over here. No, they say Western Sky. It, it kicks Western Sky's ass. Ooh, that's what I, that's the only people tell me when I tell it, them. It, it like does. Sky, they're like, oh, it's, they're, they're the like, it's just as good, if not better. I'm like, yes. all right, I got to go. The only thing is 30 miles away. You got a son of a bitch. Well, what's worth the effort? And that's the only reason I haven't been up there yet is that I just haven't found the time to get up there. Yeah, get the onion rings, bro. 
They're going to bring a whole fucking basket of where? fucking onion rings out there at Loewaki. Oh, Loewaki, yeah. Like, I mean, in the steak, yeah, like, you get a big-ass like small plate. order, and it's like... That's the small, huh? It's like, yeah. boom. And yeah. then the steak is like this fucking big. And, see, and that, like, that to me, that's a Texas steak, and I'll yeah. down the whole damn yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, I, I'm like, uh, uh, I'm really Western Sky, like, that's kind of It's because you man. work there, Ken. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I just feel like... The bar has been set high, I'm telling you, man. My second one, my second one would be... Twin Mountain Steakhouse. Are they yeah. still even open? Yeah, dude, they're only open. I've, I've from, been there like, a couple times. Yeah, I haven't got their steak yet. Yeah. I, don't I think they they go to Black and Chicken. That's really yeah, good. get the scraps. That's legit. Yeah, somebody told me to get the scraps. Another there. place you worked at, Kit. You're biased, Kit. I'm just telling you guys. I know a lot of places right here. There's not a lot of places. Other Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was Virginia number that's two. When they raped his butt. <laughs> it was only one time. Come on, guys. <laughs> Fuck you. It's just like, next thing he's gonna be like the best buffet is Golden Corral, motherfucker. You no. work there too. Golden Corral suck, bro. <laughs> but anyways, you know, I'm just surprised. You have you guys been to the rodeo that they do here yet? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you, we're, it's coming up. Yeah, coming we're, up yeah. next week. I'm, I'm, I'm going. It's not gonna be the same first time. The, hey, yeah, Noah, uh, Noah, who was it from the Carnival Eats TV show was here last year. That was oh awesome. yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, at the rodeo. At the rodeo. But the rodeo and Carnival coming. Yes, yeah. both of them. Oh, yeah, the Midway? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it's going to be is, if I've But the rodeo right. is already sold out. You can't yeah. get tickets. Fuck, no. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's done. done. But, uh, I mean, because like, it's, it's, it's a two-week to a three-week rodeo. Yeah, and so it's already although sold out before, all three weeks. Is you, you, you'll still find seats. Just mm-hmm. the, the main championship round, you, oh, okay. it's already okay. sold out. Yeah. Um, I've heard that because Dallas and in Austin, where they've done, they do other rodeos each yeah. year uh-huh. because those were so limited before we opened up. That this is the biggest one in the state now. Yeah, yes. is that right? Because yes. uh-huh. Houston, so wise, yeah, they, they, it's, yeah, we're like the roll, we're like the roadway to Vegas. Vegas, yeah. so mm-hmm. like everyone has the big purse here, and then they go to Vegas from from here. So okay, and Vegas is the biggest. Yep, one of the biggest ones. I'll be damned. We so, got it right here so, in our backyard. Yeah, you don't you don't yeah. have rodeo in so uh, those Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. We we'll do like uh, like those traveling shows that come through at the Coliseum in Madison. We've done yeah. a few in. Uh, it's probably nothing compared to the way Texas does. I mean, who does it bigger and better than you guys yeah. do rodeo wise? You right. I've been to a few when I was in middle school, and it's more like they do some of the bullfighting. Yeah, and uh, then they'll have like you know, a, from what I remember, just like your, your typical rodeo, but it's it can't be anything in comparison yeah, to what would be right. done here. Right. Hey, the first rodeo was in Pecos, Texas. I know. Mm-hmm. I still can't away. believe they let it go, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Should have kept it there. I know. Hey, but I'm glad to have it right here in our backyard, to yeah. be honest. I mean, it brings so much to the economy here. I mean, oh, San Angel blows the fuck up here whenever it happens. So Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up in two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Already. You can get some of that carnival food. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, San Angel to go is the, I think they're the, the official food delivery company of, or, or organization service for that so they oh, I think yeah. they're yeah, bringing me in to do a little bit for that too oh, okay. so that's that's my in for that one i'll definitely be trying some of the food there yeah, yeah. i need to get tied in with you over here because uh, i need to get a foodie <laughs> up some uh, deep fried snicker up. bars i know full yeah. oreo cookies yeah we, we, i thought we're gonna get on a diet yeah uh, yeah i don't know the first of the show really we were after yeah after he's making it really hard for me to, to do that <laughs> but just just to, to make the plug there get it's with the san angelo eats and drinks and then with uh, the blog too i'm trying to lean things this way a bit i gotta say is for uh, again a small city and for someone who lives downtown you guys have a lot of good craft beer yeah really good craft uh-huh. beer yeah have you been to the casual pint yes i have yeah several times yeah. very good beer yeah casual um old central firehouse zero one and soco i'm a regular Oh yeah, mm. yeah. So they know you by name. 
They, they, they do actually. I yes. just go to the little bars. They know me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave's Cave. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a little bar. That's yeah. a, Dave's Cave, yeah. yeah. But er, everyone knows me on the, on the underground. They also know you at the junk tank. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> chill, chill. Too early. Too early. Yeah. Yeah. I've only been to Penny's Half House once as mm-hmm. a plan B for a UFC yeah. fight night. I, it was so quick. I like didn't get a good pulse on. Do you like that place? Yeah, they got yeah. a good brunch there. And uh, I've been told this too. I yeah. didn't even know they had one. They so like two weeks ago. Yeah. What is a brunch, dude? It's like halfway b- breakfast and lunch. Yeah, dude. Come on, dude. So Give what are you serving a brunch? brunch? Like they got. I know. I they know got like a is... breakfast burger. There is legit. They got a, like a egg. You know. See, when, when people told me like yeah. really Penny Tap House, the place yeah. for the UFC fights, they uh-huh. they do a brunch. Yeah. I'm like all right, I'll try anything once. I gotta go. Yeah. You gotta go. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty legit over there. So go hit it up. But when yeah. I talk about breweries, the um, Penny Tap House always comes up, and I guess it was just too short of a visit to get a good pulse. So I'm like, really, you think they're that good? I'm like, go go back again. Go go for drinks yeah. and make an, an actual destination out of it. Yeah. What's well, your favorite drink? Favorite co- like cocktail, beer, beer, beer. Right now, anything 903 or anything Martin House. Okay. okay. Anything right. 903 Martin House. Yeah. But I, I my my go to because I'm a picky ass beer drinker. Sours and ciders are always safe for me for the most part. Ugh, but there's I'll, I'll try anything once. Yeah. 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 I like Modelo, but I don't really get. I have never really got into the craft beers. So that's that's probably something I yeah. need to get addicted Soco's to. Soco's good because they got such a big menu and actually casual too for the same the same factor. But uh, they've always got at least one or two sours and ciders. But then they've got uh, or what's the one at uh, zero one um, neuroplasticity. Yeah. Damn, that is good. Yeah, it is. Damn, that's good. And you know what? Have you gone to that firehouse pizza? Yep. That's Man, I like old central all, firehouse. All well, and then what I like about them being beer. picky is it's all tap, so yeah. you can pour by the ounce. Yeah. So if you don't like it, waste your ounce, dump it out type thing. Yeah. Or just having the whole pint, like I got to drink this whole damn thing. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, that's Love what that I saw. Concept. That I went to go eat there once, and it was badass. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know they even sold beer there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But that's one of the places I want to go back to is the Yolo. The Eola? The Eola? Yeah, I want to go back to their brewery. Are they all tapped too? Uh, I think they are for the most part. I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. But I need to go out there. It's been a year and a half for me. Yeah, it's at, like, they How turned far to is school. That? It's like probably like 15, 20 miles. Okay. No, it you're used, farther than that, kid. Is it? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. You're at least 30. 30 minutes. Okay, 30 minutes. minutes. I mean, 20 miles is not but, that okay. far. But they uh, nowhere. They, so they got the school. They turned into a brewery. Yeah. And it's an old school. The the One of the gyms I go to, the and owner, uh, Tommy, was telling me about that. It used yeah. to be a school. Yeah. 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 So, and then they kind of got like these little horror stories to kind of go along oh, with yeah. it. So oh, hello. It's not too bad. That's your house, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You say horror or horror? Oh, no. oh my bad, my bad. Well, both. There's okay. both. There's a lot of horrors going on through there. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of horrors keep rolling through. Oh, shit. That's just all they... I just keep the door open. I just oh, leave God, the lights on, and they know to come in. If I'm there, if I'm not, leave the light off. <laughs> leave like, the light off. Like the red light special, you know what I mean? Well, give it, give your uh, your uh, blog spot yeah, uh, another yeah, shout yeah, out or you know yeah. Plug so into. so the the two I'll I'll mention again is it's the blog is musclesandmorsels.com. That's muscles letter n morsels.com. Um, and then so it's the, my page. It's got the about me. It's got some of the fitness stuff and just gives like hey this is my backstory type thing. And then if you just backslash blog, that's where you'll find all the blogs that I've done since. That's been just over a year now since I started that. Right after I got back from Italy, I kind of kicked that up. Um, and then the other one, again, for all of you folks here in San Angelo, is the um, the Facebook group page, and that is San Angelo, Texas Eats and Drinks. All right. Awesome. 
on your uh, strength and training, do you do you take new clients on? And I do. Yep, I I, I cap my roster at ten people. Mm-hmm. I have six right now, just because uh, I do. You know, like I do my Skype calls, and then I design the programs, and I, I want to be able to give people the due time that they need. And right. once I get over ten, I'm stretched too thin between my day job and then those clients. So um, I do do take on people to okay, do it so remotely. Now, if you're local, there there could be more face to face. Obviously, if you're here in town, so they just <clears throat> go through the Facebook page and they get a hold of you. Or? Yeah, I've actually got a. a link right there on the page or just through facebook you know and then they can download like here's the services that i have here's how i work this is the prices it's very open that way they can basically you know shop around for me and see if i'm what they're looking for yeah well you got three clients potential clients right here no all right uh i'm I'm busy with the food (laughs) right uh food client right yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i'll be a food client yeah yeah yeah. yeah. need a dining partner yeah definitely i could help you review "Mm, it's good good. good. it got me full (laughs) (laughs) Mm, that's not good yeah Yeah. that's it it smells well we always um come to the point where we have 10 questions that we ask our um our guests and they're they can be rapid fire. If you want to explain a little bit about what your answer or why you answer that way, that's, that's perfectly fine. Got it. Okay. So question number one, um, how do you want to be remembered? The impact I left on other people. You know, hopefully it's positive. It, it did something for them. It changed something for them. That that's, you know, Josh did that for me or showed me this kind of thing. So the impact or influence I leave on others. Awesome. All right. Question number two. number two. What is your biggest pet peeve? Biggest pet peeve: flaky people. Flaky. Oh, that's I can so deal mean. with. The, I, I can no, deal with dandruff. I can deal. <laughs> I can deal with assholes, bastards, bitches. You know, backstabbers. But I, I can depend on all those people. If you're flaky, I can't depend on you. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Dude. Awkward. What, what's a flaky I feel person? Attacked. I know that's what I say. So you're a flaky person? <laughs> I feel attacked. No, I don't know. I say <laughs> I'm going to go work out. Daniel last I say I'm going to go work out. I say I'm going to go work out and I never do. Because if anyway. something comes up and I, I'm told in advance, you know, yeah. a few hours before, but when it's like right before the event, like, oh, can't make yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, okay, yeah. okay, that's not me. That's not yeah. me. You're there waiting for them and then they call you. He's like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. Yep. Tell me an hour ago. Or kind of like whenever you text your buddies, you know, they don't ever get back to you like till like three days later. There you go. And they're like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, well, I'm just going to go ahead and put on this person on the show. No big deal, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? Harry, that's not flaky. <laughs> that's not flaking. We don't answer at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just yeah. don't answer. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it's happened. It's getting ghosted. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's exactly what my kid had my cell phone. <laughs> right, yeah. That's true for me. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. No, but anyways. <laughs> question number three. three yeah. W- what's the best advice you have if somebody's trying to get stronger and bigger? Yeah. <sighs> Extends. Have a program and follow the damn program. Okay. Don't don't go to in any program whether it's strength, bigger, stronger, without a plan. You can't just go in, throw some weights around, and hope something's going to happen. Have a plan. Right. Okay. So those weights I bought at a flea market, just laying around. So your intent yeah, was there, they, the yeah, process was, was there, but yeah. there was no plan. But they're there. And I was like, you know, I'm over here on the computer all day long. I should just be doing, you know, doing some kind of weight lifts or yeah. something like that. <laughs> but no, nah, that's too far to go get to uh, my weights in the. In the garage, in the garage. <laughs> This is why you well, are the way you, you are a, a, a punching bag there. Do you even go in there and uh, I do them? I do Like before the UFC fights yeah. <laughs> Get pumped oh, up I love UFC fights yeah. Oh your wife tells you No instead of hitting her yeah. You hit the <laughs> I told you That I was gonna do this right. He's videoing Yeah man Here it is And then right. Man that's a punchy But yeah Yeah yeah, yeah. Alright It's the same Number four Question number four um, What trend now That you're seeing Will 
be something that you won't see in five years from now. A trend we do have now that won't be there in five years. Right. <sighs> hmm. God, that's a good one. Uh, I, I'll steal this one. Probably, I mean, from, from my field is is in the nutrition area. Is that we, we have these cyclical trends with like diets and stuff like that. That it's you know it's it's carnivore. No, it's plant. No, it's vegetarian. No, it's keto. And it it just keeps cycling from you know the no carb to high carb. I have a feeling we are going to be at a point within five years where diets are genetically based. You can, I mean, you can already do DNA tests to find out what genes that you more um, propensity towards different foods and what you're lacking in, what you can metabolize. But it's so early, it doesn't tell you a whole lot more than eat healthy foods and eat less shit. In five years, we'll be at a point where we can titrate diets to genetics. So there won't be any fuss or trend towards what diets are right or wrong. You'll just have a genetic prescription. Yeah, huh. that is that is pretty interesting. Yeah, I've seen it's, it's developing fast enough to where we'll, we'll be there in five years. I'm convinced. I've seen a mean. It's a, it's a chart where all the diets, all the fads, and everything, and it just all boils down to less calorie ounce. Intake. Yes, there's a, <laughs> those are my favorite <laughs> ones. Less calorie ounce. There's a few influencers out there. Some some PhD influencers that know what the hell they're talking yeah. about. And it says, does this diet work? It says, yes, it works. Yes, it works. Same thing. It lists them all, and it says, as long as calories are controlled, yeah. and that's the truth. Yeah. They all work if calories are controlled. <laughs> so it all comes. Uh, yeah, is it calorie deficit? Every every yep. diet works if you just yeah. follow it too. Yeah. Yeah. Like um uh, the intermittent fa- intermittent fasting. fasting. Yeah. Well. It's less calories that yeah. you're taking yep. it. So keto, it's still less yeah. calories you're yep. taking it. Every one of them. Can, and I've, I've worked with people directly where they have all worked and crashed and burned, all contingent on whether the person can follow it <laughs> and if they can keep calories controlled. That's yeah. funny. That's I, my problem. <laughs> I just love <laughs> food. Flake. Flake. <laughs> Question number five. All right. So what is the, the uh, I don't know, give me a, a funny uh, gym story that you recently had. Uh, that I question. saw or involved me? Yeah, or? that you saw, like someone doing this weird-ass workout or some shit. Frank, frankly, the two gyms that I go to here, they're, they're weightlifter, powerlifter gyms, and they're for the most part, people know what the hell they're doing. So nothing here yet that I've, that I've seen in the six months I've been here. And oh. they're smaller gyms, too. But I was like, go to, go to True Fit. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tag you gym. on one of these pictures, <laughs> one of these videos. In a commercial gym, um, I... In this, just I, I've seen renditions of it, but I saw it to myself, and I had to double take and try not to like gawk because it was. And I wanted to say something because I'm I'm a fitness professional, and it's right. first do no harm. But at the same time, if you, if they don't know who the hell you are, they don't know my background. You go up and say something, they get defensive as hell. Well, my my buddy whatever told me this, like who the hell are you type thing, and they just bite your head off. Guy was kneeling on a, a on a Swiss ball, one of the big you know big like Arab type balls, uh-huh. and kneeling on it, doing a shoulder press with bands wrapped around the dumbbells. And I mean, how he was holding the position, I don't even know when the ball was way too flat. So it made it way easier. He was two seconds away from falling and terribly hurting himself. One band could have snapped. One band could have pulled him one way. The the ball could have flipped out from under him. Face planted. (laughs) I've, and I didn't know what the intent behind that was. Sit on a bench and do the same exercise and get 90% of the same benefit. You don't need the bands and the Swiss ball and trying to do a balancing, you know, handstand. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Wow. That's your story. Was that you, Victor? Negative. Are you sure? Negative. All right. So yeah. where you got that big scar from? I know. Right. So you were trying to do some kind of TikTok thing <laughs> at the weights. <laughs> I'm the what? ones with the videos. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Question number six. What's your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time. That oh, is that's a good ch- question. That has changed over the few. Oh, God, that's a hard one. I- I'll give you my top three here. Um, American Sniper. Cry at the end every time. I know uh, it's coming. Cry at yeah, the end every Chris time. Uh, the Last Samurai. 
All right, no Tom Cruise. Never watched it. But uh, it's in English. Yeah, I know that's a problem. No subtitles. Yeah. And then I probably got to say Rudy. Oh, okay. oh yeah, Rudy. Yep. Rudy. That's a why one. Rudy. It, it's the ultimate underdog story. Yeah. Ultimate underdog sports story. But have you heard what Joe I, Montana said? What's that? <laughs> did you hear what Joe Montana said? What did he that say? That whole story was kind of bullshit. I, I heard, and I don't want to believe this, and I'll just I keep know. telling myself that the real Rudy Rudiger is kind of an ass, is what I've heard multiple times, that he's not a nice... He, he was, you know, the story about him, you know, overcoming everything, but he was also kind of an ass in the process. Huh. See, I, and I that's only hearsay, so I don't know if it's true, but... See, that's, what, that's what Joe Montana said. He said, all that carrying him, he said, that didn't happen, I was there. He said, nobody carried him off the field or whatever happened. I never watched the movie, but I remember, because my wife loves that movie, too, and I'm like... Joe Montana just said that shit was bullshit. So okay. Joe Montana's a god. But of course, yeah. well, of course this movie, you know. as a movie, I like it the way it's been depicted. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going to okay. tell myself that's how it is. Yeah, because it's just like the blind side. They, Michael Orr, they interviewed him. He's like, man, they made me look like a dumbass. He's like, I was an athlete. I knew <laughs> Really? To, yeah, because he's like, because they made him look like he didn't know how to play football. He didn't know how to play basketball. And he's like, I could have gone to either sport. Was, none of that was legit. No, he said it was just. Wow, I didn't. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tell myself that the movie version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was I on. I love Sandra uh, Bullock. I, I forgot what show he was on. He was in a talk show when they were yeah? asking him about it. And he's like, you know, I was. I'm an athlete. He said, I know how to play football. I went to college. Yeah, and he's like, I. He said the only the only thing kind of that was true was the family took him in. Yeah, but other the sports thing, he he knew everything. He said I could have gone basketball pro damn. too, or. You know, collegiate. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Did not know that. <laughs> Dang, fucking fucking barn burner. That that, that yeah. takes the, the yeah, dude. That, that's why now I'm like, <laughs> is this true? Question number seven: Who's your biggest inspiration? Uh, past, present, living, dead. Oh, who's biggest in- inspiration? Biggest inspiration out of all of them. I'll, I'll go. I would say right now, my biggest inspiration right now would probably be my parents. Just, uh, you know, they've put four kids through college, you know, none of us have done anything terribly wrong, gotten in trouble with the law. And, you know, they're just been re- real good for, you know, setting an example for us. And uh, to this day, I still look up to them. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty, well, who's your, uh, your inspiration blogging wise? Oh, inspiration blogging wise? You know, I guess and it's he's not a blogger himself, but I, I have to say Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Yep. The way like he it. writes, the way he speaks, the way he can be so... Uh, um, so interwoven to where he's at and what he does, uh, definitely he's an inspiration right there to be of that caliber is what I'm kind of striving for. Yeah. Question right. number eight. How do you eat your steak? Medium. <sighs> Me- now, if it's a filet, medium rare. Everything else, medium. Wow. Not right. Don't tell me you like well done. I like medium rare. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Yeah, I thought like you liked it rare. Every filet, like medium rare. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> the only reason I don't, yeah, I, I won't go well done, but I, I've, you know, I, part of my job that I had at, at Monsanto was, you know, getting to visit like uh, cattle farmers and stuff like that, uh-huh. and then getting to visit with food scientists. Right. And part of me is legit, like legit afraid of like things like E. coli and okay. salmonella and things like that. Yeah. So even if it's not the perfect way to get it for taste, yeah. I don't like the idea of getting sick. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Question number nine. Who is past, present, dead, or alive? Who who would you want to sit down and eat with? Oh, man. I've actually asked this question with my brothers. I would probably have to say it would be one of, like, the uh, the pioneering, like, scientists, you know, like so like a Galileo type person or probably Leonardo da Vinci because I've, I've seen his uh, their expo when I was actually over in Milan. And to sit down with that kind of a mind I think would just be surreal. Yeah, it would. I, I was always thinking about it before our ancestors, I call them ancestors, but... You know, Galileo, like shit, man. There was no technology. They, they were nothing, so, but, yeah. so far yeah. ahead of everyone yes. else for their time. 
and the things that they created, but the things that they writ, wrote down. Yeah. yeah Have you ever seen like their notebooks and like His, Da Vinci's notebooks? Da Vinci's Kodaks, the oh, things yeah. he had already Goodness. tried to build uh-huh. back yeah. then yeah. is just mind blowing. A helicopter? This. He tried to build a helicopter? And, and he, yeah. he actually had like wooden versions of Nautilus pulley fitness machines built yeah. back yeah. then. He oh, sure really? Did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even yep. know that. Yeah. I was just like Nikola Tesla, man. I would love to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is crazy. All the free so, all the free Me, Da Vinci, and a lot of wine. Well, that's fair. Question number 10. What part of, what little part of Wisconsin you wish was in Texas? Oh, man, that's a good question, mm. Daniel. That went deep, bro. Man. I like that. I can't say Madison because, I mean, that's that's the whole capital there, and that would just change everything. So, like, little part, if there was a town, I would say, I mean, my hometown is Oregon, Wisconsin. People think it's the, like, oh, you went to Oregon? It's like, no, it's I'm talking Oregon, Wisconsin, but uh, <laughs> New Glarus. Yeah, what, what part? Well, one New Glarus spotted cow comes there. One, I don't like that beer, but it's a very, very, very. Um, it's it's uh, Nordic. It's a very Nordic town, and it, it you drive in there and you notice it. Yeah, and it's just it's got like a very typical Main Street. It's just a cool place to be. There's oh. a, there's a good winery out there. I like New Glarus. Is there something specific about um, maybe Wisconsin, like maybe the food or something that you miss? We're known for Friday fish fries, very well known for Friday fish fries. Um, we have, we've got an old-fashioned sour that we have up there. It's the state drink. And then uh, we have some damn good cheese curds. Let me tell you uh, that. Cheese curds, cheese curds. Cheese curds and beer brats we are also uh, known beer for. Brats. Yeah. I want beer brats, yep. but I've never had cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We've never. got every type fried. We've got all different types up there. Really? Yeah. That's pretty legit. Yep. Any bonus questions? Man, uh, so th- I was just going to say, um, since you, you're becoming an influence, I'm, I'm seeing it, but uh, I think that we should bring some of that number, oh, Wisconsin, that the stadium, to San Angelo Bobcat Stadium. What do you mean? Well, like get the get jump some around? jump around yeah. going? Yeah. yeah. You, you guys ever seen that? T- that you've seen that Teach Me How to Ducky, right? Yeah. yeah. You ever seen the rendition called Teach Me How to Bucky? No. Oh, you got to YouTube that. That's it's <laughs> it's better and it's awesome. We have a dance based off of the Teach Me How to Ducky, but we call it Teach Me How to Bucky because wow. the the mascot has, did the dance and then all the students started doing it. Now there's yeah. like videos out there all over. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I have a bonus. Who's your favorite Badger? Favorite Badger ever. athlete ever? Yeah. Athlete. JJ Watt. JJ Watt. Oh, JJ Watt. That's a good one. Yep. And all the brothers go there. And right behind him, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, I totally forgot Russell yeah, Wilson. Not Russell. Ron Dane. We have given the NFL <laughs> so many Badgers. Yeah, but not Ron Dane. <laughs> he's he's up there. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, Wisconsin's got a uh, pedigree. Yeah, football do. players, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially linemen, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, linemen. Travis Frederick was from uh, yeah. Wisconsin, uh-huh. I think. Mm-hmm. Travis Frederick. Yeah. Yep. Man, that's all, all the quarterbacks, quarterbacks come from Texas. Yeah. Everyone University does. of Texas. Yeah, you guys yeah. got so many damn universities yeah. down here to, to hand them out to. Yeah, I know, right. Um, you got any bonus questions? You know what I do? What, what do you think about several use, man? Talking about sports and just it, within nutrition. traditional athletics or like bodybuilding sports? Bodybuilding. And bodybuilding, if you use them and you're honest about it and you compete in the organizations that allow it, mm-hmm. nothing against it because everyone else is using it there too. But if you are in like a lower amateur rank let's say npc ocb um na and bf and you're using and you're hiding it and you tell people you're not rubs me completely the wrong way okay completely the wrong way yep nothing nothing wrong people it's it's like for example a smoker i might not like the habit but i don't think any less of them as a person yeah not one bit um but at least you know be open about it hey i smoke because i want to smoke don't tell me you don't but then you go out and you know backyard and you're sneaking cigarettes all the time (laughs) just be honest about it i was thinking i was thinking about getting on like Testosterone shots, but I'm like, man, I won't. 
I don't know. Might be too old for that shit. Well, and this is that's this is just my opinion, but as you get older, you need that's it. when you would need it if yeah. clinically you are below a normal threshold. Right, right. But is there a reason why you're thinking? Because I want to get stuff? swole, baby. Uh, I thought it was like keep keep, yeah. in, keep in mind it, it, it will it will assist in. you with any type of physiological adaptations you want, but you still need the stimulus there to make it happen. So yeah. it doesn't do the work for you. It it amplifies anything else you do. Yeah, yeah, because my buddy got on a man because he had low T. That's why I call him Low T. Easy. Yeah, so dang. that's his nickname. Savage. Oh, yeah. But he's only, he was only like 33, 34. Put about blasting. I know. Everybody knows oh, now. That's still, and well, everyone's different. That's that's still fairly young yet to be yeah. honest. Yeah, and he didn't know that. And the doctors told him it was probably because he was taking testosterone pills just the, over the oh, counter. Oh, that's, yeah. If you take some of the pro-hormone stuff, oh, yeah. God, that can. And he, they told him. Jack you up. Yeah, he fucked him up, so now he's on shots. But now he's all swole, man. I was like, what the fuck? Golly. So wow. I was I like, he's like, you need to go check on a cat. I was like, I don't right. know, cat. I, I th- any guy in his mid thirties or older should get their testosterone levels checked just to see where where they're at because they're if they get low enough and they stay low enough long enough when you're still in your prime, right. you can have just as many problems with like bone density, muscle mass, libido, cardiovascular issues being too low for too long as you can if you go you know obviously go ape shit and take it for too much too long and that kind of thing. Right. And testosterone is made naturally by your body, but yep. what right. helps it? What helps make tes- testosterone? What helps your body make it? Yeah. Ample sleep and recovery, making sure that you don't eat a lot of shit, and then mm. minimizing Damn. alcohol. Yeah. Oh, I don't drink But after 30, I sleep, think sleep deprivation sure. is one of the worst things. I think in, in tactical populations, after like five days of sleep deprivation, yeah. testosterone tanks. Really? I, yep. I need sleep now. I know, me too. Man, my work sucked in fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Charge it to him. Hey, Josh, we appreciate you yeah, joining man. us today. This was a blast, Megadon. man. I'm glad, glad you guys had me on. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Plug in your um, blog spot again or where p- people can yep. find you and everything like that on Facebook and all your social media. Yep. So Facebook, just type in Josh Hockett. I'm the Josh Hockett slash three. Um, got my picture on there. Hard to miss. Muscles and the letter morsels.com is the website. Um, again, the uh, Facebook page is San Angelo Eats and Drinks, San Angelo, Texas Eats and Drinks. Uh, on Instagram, it's again, Muscles and Morsels. And then Twitter, Muscles and Morsels. And that's where you're going to find me, all those places. All right. Awesome. Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to everyone that's um, listening to us. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for downloading us. Give a shout out to everyone in, um, well, we got new listeners in California. We got oh, continue yeah, adding um, Oregon. Hopefully we get someone from Wisconsin now. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully. Maybe we will. Yeah. yeah. I'll be sharing it with some people up there. Yeah, so. definitely. Shout out to Arkansas, Missouri. Uh, Arkansas is our, our state, time, man. Yeah, that's our there. second state right yeah. there. Right? <laughs> yeah. It is. It's got to be. We're going to be well known Dominican over Republic. Oh, uh, Shout, uh, out Willy, Willy. Willy. Shout out to Brazil. Yeah. Shout out to uh, the UK. Thank you, everyone, for downloading us or listening to us, making us part of your week, part of whatever you do. If you're working out, listening to us, or just driving and everything. Hopefully, you get informed. Maybe you know, kind of inspire you to become a little bit more fitness oriented. Um, kind of get your mind into that, or maybe travel. food or travel. Food or travel. Yeah. yeah, Josh. Again, we appreciate yeah, you. Josh, thank, thank you very you. much. Awesome time. Appreciate it, guys. Good. Good. Hey, guys. Um, I'm Daniel. I'm easy. And I'm Chino. Y'all have a great week. Uh, Later. Yeah.